And that is the story of when the dabbler shit Christmas. Episode number four, seven, seven. Welcome to Feminist Frequency Radio. Are you a boner guy? Oh, I was a boner guy. You know what? I miss penis. What are you talking about? I'm the one who should apologize. By the way, for those people that are in the back, remember to shut the fuck up. What a dick. <laughs> I've been dying to say that. Cuz. Cuzaroo. Cuzaroo. Slapperoony. It's showtime. W-A-T-P. 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 Welcome to another episode of Who Are These Podcasts, the only show that doesn't think it's funny to call someone's house while they're podcasting, unless you do it a bunch of times. <laughs> that it actually does get funny. I'm your host, Carl. With me today, a man who brought his thinking beers from Here's What I Don't Get, it's Tab Burt. Yo, happy Festivus, everyone. It's a Festivus miracle. Oh my, it is a Festivus miracle. We haven't seen you in a while. I'm glad to have you back on the show, buddy. Yeah, glad to be back. Welcome. Please go to whoarethese.com to get our email address, voicemail number, link to the subreddit, link to the Discord server, link to our merchandise, link to our YouTube channel, and that link to Patreon and Supercast featuring two exclusive bonus episodes every single month. And of course, you can watch the shows live when we record them on Saturdays and Wednesdays, not taking any time off over the holidays, we will be here for you. Also, this Tuesday coming up, Boxing Day, I'll be doing a crossover show with the Blind Mike Project, looking at Julia Fox's audiobook. So get on the Patreon or Supercast, or you can join our YouTube channel and get access to that content. Also, we encourage our listeners to give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you review podcasts and then shit all over us in the comment section. Today, we'll be reviewing a show called Feminist Frequency Radio. This was a suggestion from Herb Beta Patch in the Discord. We have both listened separately. We have not discussed it with each other ahead of time. Let's get into it. It's a show hosted by Kat Spada, and there's different people who pop on the show. I happen to listen to a recent episode about the movie Gremlins, that featured a guy named Oscar Montea, and I have a lot to say about Oscar. But first, let me read the description on the website of what this Feminist Frequency is. It says, Feminist Frequency is a Peabody award-winning nonprofit dedicated to ending toxicity and abuse in the games industry and gaming spaces at large. Founded in 2009 by Anita Sarskisian, she challenged harmful media representations and advocated for a more inclusive media landscape. Teb, I need you to translate this. I'm not understanding these words here. So in 2009, Anita Sarkeesian started this feminist frequency thing to try and basically con companies into giving her money to consult on on new media, specifically video games. And like it's it really ushered in this era of diversity, equity, and inclusion we have now where everything sucks. And like, you, everything has to look like a college entry brochure. And then uh, three or four years ago, she kind of stepped away from it. And then it was revealed that she had like stolen all of the money and they hadn't actually done anything with it. And it had been a huge scam. That's and, what but nonprofits that, are. That's, what, the, that's yeah. what you do. If she did do that, I'd be like, you're doing it wrong. Take the money and well, run. Well, that, that was what she did, and everyone got real fucking upset about it, and as they should, because it was a whole scam. And it's it's ruined, like, it's ruined media. And well, listening to this episode that I listened to, they're, they're like, they're analyzing this movie from 1987 as if it came out this year. And 
they're like, it's kind of problematic, the the depictions there. And they're like, yeah, it came out like 40 years ago. Settle the fuck down. No, we have to watch everything through 2023's eyes and yeah. judge it by that. The thing that you didn't point out, because this podcast is part of this bigger nonprofit, but it's not the nonprofit. So this podcast is more about movie and shows and media. But the other thing that ruined the gaming industry is small tits on the females in the video games. You yeah. can no longer have big tits in video games. And I stopped playing it. I'm done. I'm like, all right, well, I'll just go back to Miss Pac-Man. You're no still tits. playing Tomb Raider. Yeah, if there's no tits. I'll just play Miss Pac-Man. The difference. There, there, there is a new Tomb Raider remaster coming out, and they kept the large tits. What? Ooh. Got good news for you. Yeah. They're not pointy anymore. They're more round, but they're still right. extremely large. Okay. There's hope. Yeah. So it's interesting that the woman who played Tomb Raider, whatever her name is, Laura Croft, yeah. um, actually had her tits lopped off. Is that because the video game did it? Was she trying to work out a role for the sequel? Am I, I making know. any Angelina sense? Angelina Jolie? Yeah. Lopped her tits off? Yeah. Oh. You didn't know that? No. Tim, my I, I live this? in the past. I, I, don't, <laughs> I'm comfortable. I don't recall her tit cutting her tits off. Hold on. I, now I got to go to the chat. Am I the crazy one? Uh, don't answer that. <laughs> For that reason? Or... All right. Let me start off with a clip here. It was cancer, Carl. Yeah, whatever. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Cancer lopped her tits off. <laughs> Jesus. Better cancer than Kiwi Chris. <laughs> Kill logic. She had cancer. All right. Still, could have kept those boobies somehow, I'm sure. Recreated them or something. They're in a jar somewhere. Uh, we have what? the technology. We, we can yes, make them bigger. Correct. Juicier. For a second, I feel like I was the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> so everyone think I'm the dick? What's oh, going on right now? Stop it. All right. So I said uh, that Kat had Oscar on the show. This is her introducing her special co-host for this episode about the movie Gremlins. That's right. 1984's. Gremlins. Joining me today is actor, comedian, dancer, and celebrity crush Oscar Montoya. He's hosted a bevy of podcasts, including Spanish Aki Presents, The Try Gaze, Podcast Killed the Video Star, Inside the Disney Vault, and he's a veteran UCB performer and teacher. Uh-oh. As an actor, he's starred as Richie on Minx and appeared in several beloved shows and movies, including Dick's The Musical, Bless the Hearts, and Star Trek Lower Decks. You can oh. see him in the recurring stage show Bad Drag Race at Dynasty. Hold on a second. She said Dick's the music. That's what I heard. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that is what she said. <laughs> right, Tab well. was completely unfazed until they said Star Trek Lower Decks. Yeah. And he got real well, disappointed. I, had not, I hadn't heard of any of those things. Well, is Star Trek Lower Deck a thing? It's an animated TV show in the style of Rick and Morty. Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah. I bet it sucks. It, I bet it does, right. too. I haven't watched any of it. You can see him in the recurring stage show Bad Drag Race at Dynasty Typewriter in Los Angeles. Welcome to the show, Oscar. My God, Cat. Hi. Hi. Okay. So as soon as she said UCB performer and teacher, that's scary right there. When you want to teach yeah. people how to do improv comedy, I already know I do not want to talk to you or hear any conversation you're going to be in with anyone else. Well, listen to the way he sound, he said hello. It sounded like he was someone was coming in his ass while he was <laughs> said, while he was agreeing. <laughs> Could be. Now this woman, Kat, is very insecure, and I have a feeling, I have a theory about Kat. Um, I'll talk about it more later with some of these clips. I don't think she had a lot of friends growing up. <laughs> I don't think she makes friends very easily, 
And it comes through very obviously here. You know, uh, we met a hundred years ago doing, <laughs> um, <laughs> doing a storytelling show. And uh, yeah, and you've, you know, you've never been far from my mind ever since. <laughs> I mean, we took a dance class together. Yeah, I feel like we had one of those moments. And then I've been re- a really bad friend ever since. But we've had no. one of those moments of being like, oh, my God, are we friends? <laughs> yes, and we still are. Yes, and I love it. Um, <laughs> oh. Wow, that's awkward. <laughs> that's so bad. Yeah. Remember that time when I thought maybe like we'd exchange numbers maybe or something? Yeah, you could have just asked. It's whatever. Are you this bad at this? She's like John about her friends. Yeah. I, I was I thought maybe we were we were friends and then you betrayed me. Well, she didn't say that, obviously. <laughs> yeah, but if you have to ask like, if we're friends. Yeah, I thought we were almost friends that one time. Nope. Ugh, I don't think so. Nope. Not, Not even close. <laughs> we were just in proximity for a little while and then then we weren't in proximity, and I really enjoyed that a lot more. <laughs> And I never thought, hey, I should find out what Kat's up to. Never was to that. Never crossed my mind to check that out. Um, I'm going to keep going unless you guys are hearing anything. Uh, I know Jerry. Jerry's here, by the way. Jerry from Binghamton came up for the Isotope show last night. Thank you for being there. And uh, Jerry's hanging out with us here in the studio today. Uh, He's done a lot for the WATP and uh, a ton of things. In fact, he gave me this gift. I should point this out now. Our buddy Skinny Chad Zumach, Conspire a Theory. Put this together, Carl's Frosted Tips, uh, similar to Frosted Flakes, and a very scary-looking me on there saying they're great. Shouldn't they say, oh, they're gray? They're great. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) 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 Got got me again. (laughs) Yeah, they really got the mouth, really captured the the horrifyingness of the mouth in that. I'll I'll post Almost. I feel kind of slighted. I told them like what I wanted to see look like the cereal box. And then I thought I sent the message, thought about it for a second, sent a second message. Fuck the teeth up real nice. And then he made them straight (laughs) and white. Oh, (laughs) you were actually a consultant on this project. That's you on the other corner here. Yeah. So you guys collaborated on this nonsense. And then I invited you to my house. Yes. No one said you were talking like an idiot. (laughs) I'm the fucking sucker here, aren't I? I don't frost my tips, producer Chris. Take the hat off. You pay someone to do it. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I forgot where we were. (laughs) Who cares? We were talking about something. about gremlins or something. Yeah, let's talk about, so they're uh, getting to know each other, doing some chit-chat, certain thing that I like to call banter. And they're talking about, I'm sure you're familiar with LARPing, Tab. Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, you've heard of live-action role-playing? Yeah. I mean, it would be pretty cool. To get into it, yeah, I would imagine. You have to be almost as lame as someone who teaches at UCB to get into it. Yes. Okay. Makes sense. Live action role playing. Have you ever done it, Kat? I've never done it. I feel like I feel like it's one of those things that people say to me like, oh, it's weird that you don't like pro wrestling because you love drag. You know, like, <laughs> oh, it's weird that you don't love playing games because you love telling stories. And I feel like it's just one of those things I need to give a chance. First off, what pro wrestling equals drag? And games equals stories. Also, she goes, people tell me I would enjoy playing games. You've never played game? What are you talking about? What do you mean? No, she doesn't have any friends. Right. Most of those games are two or two plus players. She doesn't even have one friend. She doesn't have one friend. And you know what? I'm going to prove it right now. If there's anything you want to talk about as far as pro wrestling being like drag, save that for a second. Because she explains why she never got into games younger. I don't know why I've been resistant to it. I think that... Um... 
my sister's like 10 years older than me. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like if we were ever playing a game, I had a little inferiority complex when I, I was see. a kid, like, oh, I'm going to be bad at this, you know? <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that's not any way to live. You got to push through. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But you still don't play games. That sums up feminist frequency, like in a nutshell. I thought that I'd be bad at video games, so they all needed to change to accommodate me. Yes. Well, yeah. what's really telling, though, in that story is she goes, my sister's 10 years older than me, so when we'd play games together, I would lose. Why don't you have friends your age to play games with? My sister's seven years older than me. We didn't play games together. She was too old. <laughs> She's got other <laughs> shit going on. And so I played with my friends, and she did whatever the fuck she was up to. Not telling. I'm not telling. All right? I know she's all nervous right now. Don't tell mom and dad. I won't. <laughs> Secret safe with me. But how pathetic is that? And to yeah. psychoanalyze herself too, to be like, well, I, I think the reason why I don't like games, my older sister, but like, oh, get over it. You're an adult. Well, that, that also, that would mean, that would be like when she was, you know, six or seven. Yeah. Because if the sister's 10 years older, are, are you 18 and hanging out with your eight-year-old sister? You you know, 22 coming back from college, like, hey, 12-year-old sister, why don't we, you want to play some some board games now? Hey, Connect probably Four, going is that Connect Four late. I see on the table? Get over here, sis. We got to play this right now. I'm going to kick the shit out of you in this game. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe right. she did. Maybe her sister's also a loser and just used the younger sister as like a self-esteem boost. <laughs> okay. Another good theory. This is a whole family of losers. Oh, I'm sure. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> the other thing she said there was people tell me I would like games because I like stories. What the fuck does that mean? Those are two very different things, right? Well, I think I'm if, if she means video games, like there are definitely story-based video games. Sure. I don't know if she means that or board games. It's definitely not board games. Definitely not board games. Definitely not most games. Just video yeah. games, I would think. Just yeah. Maybe well, I guess role playing. I guess if you're doing Dungeons and Dragons. Maybe that's, maybe what, that, maybe that's what she means. Yeah. Yeah. Which I mean, is again slightly slightly less lame than being a LARPer. Playing yeah, D&D. it's because at least you're hiding in the basement doing it. Yes. But also I'm I'm gonna get beat up for this theory. I don't think Dungeons and Dragons is a game. It's all just nonsense. Someone just makes it up as you fucking go. It's, it's a really giant a waste of time. Yeah, it's not really a game. The guy just goes, oh, I don't know, you want to roll a die or something? What'd you get? All right, well, then you lose. Like, what? what? <laughs> Can you tell me what I should <laughs> <Yeah>. get <laughs> before you just say that? What do I know? I don't know anything. All right, this has got me really pissed off with Oscar because, so he's trying to tell his new friend, Cat. To just go for it. You don't have to be great at games to play games. And he says something here that really pisses me off. And listen, it's not about like being bad or good. You are inherently good. You bring yourself to the table, right? right? It's like improv. You know what I mean? There's no like bad or good. It's just like you. No, there's just bad. There's only bad. None of it's good. (laughs) This is an improv teacher saying that there's no such thing as bad improv. I don't think you should be teaching it then. There's a lot of bad improv. Most. Most of it. 97 Point six five percent is bad. Well, because it's bad people. People who get into yeah. improv are not people you want to hang out with at any stage of your life. Yeah, they're there Everyone... for a reason. Yeah. They're losers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they're not funny. They either. annoyed everybody <laughs> else around them. So they formed a, a gang where they compete with each other to have silly voices and stuff. You're not Wayne Brady. You're not right. You're not good at it. Who's the other guy? Ryan something? Ryan Styles. Yes. He's Colin Mockery. These guys are all right. Yeah. Those are the three. That's Those it. are the three good improv people on the planet. And even Wayne Brady. I don't know. 
No, no, he sings a little too much for my uh, liking, but yeah. All right, this is her explaining that she did the thing that uh, took a lot of courage. We did meet at your storytelling show where I shared a fan fiction that I wrote about Beverly Hills 90210. <gasps> and uh, performing it on stage was extremely uh, vulnerable, which I wasn't <laughs> expecting, but oops. Um, so vulnerable means embarrassing. Yeah. That's what I'm getting. Yeah. She goes, she Why? shared her fan fiction about Beverly Hills 90210. And she thought it was going to be a slam dunk. Maybe I should have started with that when I was describing that she's a loser. Holy shit. Yes. You we live the in this like, modern world where people just go and bring things that, that they should really keep privately inside their homes and like it in shame in their little diaries. And then they just like take it out into the world and expose everyone around them to it. And I think that's why we live in like this dystopian hell we live in now. Yeah. Well, they want to be celebrated yeah. for it. And then when they go to on stage and read to a bunch of people that are just there to read their stories on stage, they celebrate them because they want to be celebrated back. Yeah. It's like open mic night as a comic or as, a, you know, when you go to like an open mic as a musician and everyone's just there, like play their two songs or give their five minutes and then fucking get out of there. Uh, that's what she walked into with her fan fiction. Jesus. Well, I blame blogging and vlogging. All these things are supposed to be in a diary. Supposed to be things that you don't share with the rest of the world. They're like, hey, you know what you can do now? Share it with the rest of the world. Thankfully, no one's ever read anyone's blog for the most part. For the most <laughs> part, it's the same as just keeping a journal. No one knows what the fuck is going on. But for whatever reason, we're encouraging this behavior. Like, go out there and show everybody what you're up to. It's like, no, don't. Hide all of that. It's embarrassing. You're, be more vulnerable, I guess is my <laughs> point. All right. So what I found really annoying about this episode is they're talking about Gremlins, a movie we're all familiar with, and she's done zero prep. And she brings it up over and over again that she doesn't know this and she should have looked up that. It's it's so obnoxious. Of course, she's looking at the, the Wikipedia page live out oh. here so she can get some information going she reads that little block at the front and she's like it's 85 minutes you know basically doing a chewed gum <laughs> yeah. and uh, yeah she did that for moonstruck and i was just like i know all this i i know all of these things oh it stars share no fucking way let me just pull up the wiki page it says uh if you could just donate three dollars you can help keep wikipedia <laughs> oh i'm sorry that's not the important part let me skip that a little bit it's one of these things just reading the wikipedia i was like who said this movie needs to be made? Like, I understand that they were like, ah, we got an interesting idea. I, I know someone who can make a puppet. <laughs> but, right, exactly. but how was, how was Steven Spielberg like, no, I definitely am going to spend time and money on this and have a cameo in the movie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> how is that funny? It's the dumbest Why are we take. laughing? That's the dumbest take I've ever heard in my life. Gremlins is a huge hit, a huge success. Everyone has seen that movie. It did well in the box office. I believe even critically people enjoyed it, which is surprising because it is all over the fucking place. But everyone loves Gremlins. It got a sequel. It got a sequel. It took six years, but it got a sequel. And they're actually talking about making a Gremlins 3 now, which they should. Of all the nonsense they're putting out of Hollywood, why not a Gremlins? I'd watch that. So... I love that she goes, and can you believe it? They're sitting around and going, oh, who, what, we should probably make this crazy movie, right? Like, well, yeah, they know better than you because it worked out really well. I mean, crazier movies have been made. <laughs> who said who, who said this podcast needs to be made? Don't right. really throw stones, bitch. Like, <laughs> yeah, good, good point. <laughs> Does this need to be made? Um, another fun fact. 
about uh, Gremlins is that it came out rated PG and it's pretty violent. You know, they put things in blunders and microwave ovens and things like that. And so uh, people thought it was like a, a kid's movie, a family movie. They brought their kids to it. It got pretty crazy. This movie and Temple of Doom are the reasons why they came out with the PG-13 rating. They said, we need something between PG and R because uh, these kids don't like watching these gremlins get uh, stabbed to death by the mom. <laughs> it's yeah. a little bit violent for them. I actually think gremlins came out after the PG-13 existed. Uh, well, according to what I write, because I do my research tab. Carl read the Wikipedia. I think Red Dawn <laughs> was the first PG-13 movie. Yeah, Red Dawn is the first PG movie. It came it out in here. August. <clears throat> And so uh, Gremlins was like two months earlier. Boom! <laughs> Very good, sir. <laughs> All right, so let's talk about the establishing shot because we got to figure out why this movie's problematic. The movie Gremlins. Oh, yeah. What is the deal with the Mogwai? What is going on over well, there? Well, let's let's just get into it. We start establishing shot Chinatown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hilarious. Oh man, hilarious. What are they laughing about? Chinatown uh-huh. is a, an area in the city. It exists. Does she think it's made up or something to make fun of Chinese people? <laughs> it's a magical land. <laughs> what does she think that is? They also do this thing that I hate in movie review podcasts where they just like describe to you spoken word what happens in the movie mm-hmm. one scene at a time until you you could have just watched the fucking movie. They have like no insight. They They offer nothing of any value of what's going on. They're just like... So then he's in Chinatown, and then he gets the Mogwai, and then he takes it home, and then it gets wet, and then the things come out, and then they have to fight the things. It's worse than that, the It's worse than that. They go, and there's three rules with these Mogwais. I, I can't remember what they are. <laughs> what the? Why are you talking about this movie? Did you even watch it? <laughs> no? I read the Wikipedia, though. Yeah, that is very Patrick Michael. It's brutal. It's like, what are you? So the whole point of this is to tell us whether we should enjoy it or not based on the 2023 lens that we're all watching this through. Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. forgot what the point was. That's the whole point of this, apparently. <laughs> but I, that's not really what they do all that much on yeah. here. That's what they say in the beginning, is that the point of the podcast is to be critical yes. of the media you enjoy. Well, A, no, I want to be critical of the media I hate. B, it's Gremlins. <laughs> it's awesome. Yes. Leave it alone. <laughs> all right. So, again... You just need to look these things up before you start podcasting, especially if you're the one who brings it up. The cast, I mean, I don't know whatever mm-hmm. happened to, um, I should have looked up Zach Galligan. Yes, that lead. <laughs> I thought he was fantastic and attractive. Yeah. I mean, okay. We already knew you were gay. You didn't have to, <laughs> <laughs> you didn't have to say that. You had us at hey. <laughs> yeah, right. You said us at hello, <laughs> literally. <laughs> Dude. You got to find the, you probably should have researched this, oh, uh, Bart line. I could not find it. I was looking for oh. it. I wanted to tag it on most of these fucking clips that I have okay. on here. Now they explain really dumb things. I hate when people pick apart movies. Like, I'm fine with picking apart bad plot points. Producer Chris and I were just doing a creep-off bonus show yesterday, Santa with Muscles. <laughs> yes, it was amazing. It's an insane movie. At a certain point, I'm just staring at it like, what the fuck? Yeah, th- I didn't have anything to say. Like, things got really nuts. quiet yeah. as we're marveling. <laughs> we're trying to find out if we were in Act 1 still. There's yes. no plot. We don't know what's going on. Oh, so many characters and nothing to follow. It was yeah. amazing. So yeah. that's Hulk no, Hogan, no motivation. It's kind of a good movie. They just yeah. keep adding stuff yes. in the third act, yeah. and you're like, what about crystals? And I mean, there was production i don't know why we're talking about well, you're the one who gave us all the hulk hogan stuff the treasure trove have you seen santa with muscles i watched it uh, last night <laughs> <laughs> 
Just celebrating. <laughs> so uh, you should really go to the tourism board here in Rochester and be like, uh, yeah, I'm in from out of town. I want to let you know what I did last night. I watched this movie from 1996. Sorry, Hulk Hogan. of shit movie. <laughs> that somehow we'll put, Garrett Morris. We'll put that in the brochure, sir. Garrett Thank Morris you. lost a bat and had to be in it. Oh, no. Uh, Ed Begley Jr.'s in it. Yeah. That's well, fucking nuts. No, nah, he deserved to be in it. He's okay. terrible. <laughs> Fair enough. I thought he was the best drummer in Spinal Tap. What do I know? Well, yeah. All right. So this is the thing. They're they're picking apart these stupid plot points that aren't the things you should be picking apart. So apparently, because this boy already had a pet dog, there's no reason for the dad to buy him an additional pet for Christmas. Also, why are you bringing a mogwai over to a kid who already has a pet? Right. That is weird. Like, his dog is definitely, like, his best friend. Like, it doesn't... It, 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 it's almost strange. I was like, what if the dog and the Mogwai don't get along? What? what? I think the dog is in two scenes in the movie. Also, I want to point out to everyone, no matter how many pets I have, if you can get me a Mogwai, I will take it. Yes. They're fucking cool. I can't imagine watching this movie and being bogged down with that. Yeah, like, you already have a dog. Pay attention to the dog. Go. Can, can you pause it? I need to process this. <laughs> so <laughs> is he going to get rid of the dog? What's going on? Fuck off. <laughs> can I get that dog? Give that mogwai to a mogwai-less child. Yeah, right. <laughs> or put that dog down. That's the ultimatum. <laughs> Those are your choices. <laughs> what a dumb thing to talk about. And then, again, where they just crack up over shit that's not funny at all. Getting him wet will cause him to breed. <laughs> and Yeah. Asexually, and which is cool. <laughs> yeah, he's an ace icon. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Oh my god! Ah! Oh my gosh! Hey Tab, did you know that uh, Gizmo is a queer icon? I, I I didn't know that until just now. Yeah, well, I mean, breeds asexually, which is, by the way, not the definition of asexual in this community. They're not breeders; those asexuals, right? <laughs> it's it's not like in the LGBTQ plus A apostrophe. It's not like in that alphabet world. The asexuals are the ones having all the kids. So I don't even understand what the point of that is. But they were so excited about it. Oh, in fact, let's hear that reaction. The scream laughing. Yeah, let's hear yeah. that again. That's insane. <laughs> oh my god. Ah! Oh my gosh! This is why we called them gay all those years ago. This guy, this guy's way too fucking happy. I don't know. I think he's just fighting for any reaction with his friend here. Yeah, it's it's not entertaining what they're talking about. So they really have to level it up and make it seem like yeah. what they're saying is so interesting. Who do you think the audience for this show is? Like, who is listening to this and just like, yeah, why did they want to replace the dog and Gremlins? Okay, Gizmo is a queer icon. <laughs> I have an answer for that. And it's because of the description talking about how it's a Peabody award-winning nonprofit. A lot of these podcasts that nobody listens to are listened to by left-wing media outlets and award show. They're always winning awards, these shows that nobody listens to. Mm -hmm. They're like, thank goodness we have this show that talks about how Gremlins is about the patriarchy and no one should ever watch it because the, the women don't have conversations with each other that don't involve men for more than five minutes so you can't watch this movie ever again and then there's a room full of people applauding this is a good podcast this is really great should we do this grift should we start a podcast that just talks about society sucks isn't that what you're doing right now (laughs) (laughs) all right so apparently gizmo is really into pop culture 
And so this, they have some questions to ask about this. Because they're all, because Gizmo is obsessed with pop culture as well. Yeah. So when they reproduce, do they have Gizmo's knowledge of pop culture? Oh, that's interesting. So, I mean, what's the interesting part? (laughs) So first off, there is no answer to that question. The writers of Gremlins didn't sit back and go, okay, hypothetical guys. When the Gremlins (laughs) do procreate, uh, whatever. (laughs) You're looking into it way too much on this. It's just a fucking movie. That's the other thing they do on this, and we'll get to that in a minute, is where they try to figure out like what the character is thinking or what the character would do. It's like, there is no character thinking character would do. Consume the movie, as is, at face value. I don't know if Gizmo is actually that into pop culture or he's just lived his entire life in a cage in a basement in Chinatown, and he's seeing a picture on TV for the first time. Yeah, and, and there's a fucking Barbie car, and he fits in it. So he's like, sweet. Yeah. Take this thing for a spin. It's a nice life. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame him. These movies were not meant, meant to be, like, analyzed for 40 years. You're meant <laughs> no. to watch them for 90 minutes and go, man, that was a good time. You want to go get dinner now and then kind of forget about it? Right. It's a popcorn flick. Yeah. Right. So the idea they're trying to figure out what the characters would say in this situation and what their motivation is, is... Nonsense! The characters have only ever said the words that you heard in that movie. That's all that they've ever done. So let's find out. Is this a feminist movie? But you brought up the central question. Is this a feminist movie? Probably not. But there are three... Does it pass the Bechdel test? I don't think so. I I don't think so. Yeah, I don't don't think think any of the female characters talk to each other. But... Yeah. uh, You don't know if it passed the Bechdel test? You have one job on this show! One fucking job! No, do your research. How does she not know that? I don't know. I, I didn't really pay attention. What did you pay attention to? Well, I was scrolling through Instagram while I was watching the show, and oh. I saw all these cute dresses and things that I bought 400 of. <laughs> I didn't really love the movie. Holy shit, Tab, you are onto something. Because I forget, maybe it's my age, maybe it's just because I'm fucking awesome at everything I do. When I focus on something, I focus on something. I forget... Yeah. That I sit next to my wife on the couch. She's scrolling through her phone the entire time we're watching a show or a movie. That's what everyone's doing now. No one actually watches anything. And then they turn to you and they turn to you and they go, what, what, what is he doing there? Like, well, if you watch the last <laughs> yeah. 10 fucking minutes, maybe you'd have an idea of what's going on. Put my, down the goddamn phone and watch the rest of the fucking movie. Has Tab been over here for football? <laughs> my, my, <laughs> that's what it sounds like. <laughs> my favorite example of that is we were watching that uh, Weird Al documentary. Mm-hmm. And my wife, halfway through, looks up. She goes, I don't know Weird Al and Madonna dated. I'm like, hey, you're done. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. Enough about my wife. She's wonderful people. <laughs> Let's move on. Let's talk about the action scenes in this movie. Because one of the good things about this movie is that there are women in the action scenes. But there are like three main action scenes that I feel like are all with female characters. Absolutely. And the first is with the mom. Can you talk to me about that? Oh, my gosh. Can you talk to me about that? Because I didn't actually watch the movie. <laughs> I have no idea what it is. <laughs> I can't imagine anyone asking me any question that I would answer with, oh, my gosh. <laughs> Let me tell you. Oh, honey. <laughs> All right. So what's he going to say? Because he's obviously pumped up to talk about this scene where the mom fights the gremlins. And she, like, stabs one of them. And it is, like... It's not just a little stab and run away. She, like, yeah. stabs them. 
it, it's and she gets scratched in the face. Like she's a warrior, this woman. It's not a real person. I'm sorry to break the news to you, but the mom wouldn't actually react like this in this way. It's why it's a movie. Yeah, it wasn't improv. I mean, so far, he does have more details than what she got from Wikipedia. Well, yeah, anyone, someone who hasn't watched the movie would know more about it than Kat does. I've seen it one time five years ago. I know more about what's going on in Gremlins than than either one of these two people. Yeah, and they talk about how she's a warrior for fighting off the Gremlins. Like, she got determined. Well, she's screaming through the first part of that scene. Yeah. Screaming her head off. Oh, and yeah. then gets a fight or flight it, response and has to. Yeah, fight she just kind of accidentally starts killing them. I don't yeah. think that was her touch. They're actually pretty easy to kill. They like jump into blunders and shit. So it worked. You just kind of hit a button. <laughs> <laughs> they're kind of dumb. Works out well. So then they're talking about and famously, there's this crazy scene in Gremlins where the teenage chick talks about her dad dying in the chimney. Because he wanted to, I mean, it's the dumbest thing you've ever heard. I don't know how that made it into the script, but it's memorable. Everyone talks about it. It's like the the craziest dialogue you've ever heard. And so they explain, like, why would they use that as the reason why she hates Christmas? There's so many other reasons. And let's hear what those reasons could be. There's tons of reasons why people don't like Christmas. You know what I mean? Consumerist holiday, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs) Wait, 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 wait. Et cetera, et cetera? Are you fucking kidding me, my friend? I could list off a hundred reasons why you should hate Christmas. The reason why she hates Christmas for this reason is because it's in the fucking script and they need the big reveal of the gremlins coming out of the fucking chimney. That's why she hates Christmas for that reason. You fucking moron. I like that he goes, consumerism. Etc. Etc. Yeah. And the rest. <laughs> you, can't, you can't list one thing and then expect us to connect what the other things are in our minds. You got to give me a pattern to go by or something. Consumerism, the high suicide rate, terrible things happen to your family members. You got to deal with and think about for the next couple of years. Religion, etc. 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 There you go. Much better. Now I'm understanding yeah. why I hate Christmas so much. I appreciate it, Tam. <laughs> the fucking music. Oh. So. They're also not understanding the genre of the movie Gremlins. Now, Gremlins is a lot of different things. One of those things is a comedy, and they don't understand that. So, uh, yeah, those Gremlins show up. They throw her out the window. It's insane. Yeah. Well, they carol first. They show up, and they're caroling to her, which I'm like, huh? <laughs> so you're not all bad, are you? Or what's the deal? What's going on here? It's a joke. It's funny that the, the gremlins are caroling, you know, they're like dressed up and shit. It's a joke, buddy. You don't get that? It's a, a little twist there. Yeah, it's fun. Aha, gotcha, bitch. <laughs> God. <laughs> so stupid. So He's just well, genuinely confused by it. Like, that's a weird thing for a murderous creature to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, sometimes Freddy Krueger has a quip that's kind of fun. It's like, yeah, but this guy like, is out for revenge. Like, why is he having fun with this? Like, no, it's part of the movie. It's a joke. <laughs> All right. This is the last clip I have on here, and then I want to hear more about the episode that you listen to, Tab, if there's anything worth uh, talking about. But this is another example of look it up, dummy, because she's the one bringing this up and not knowing the information. And did this come out before? This must have come out after a Muppet Christmas Carol, but I feel like those scenes. Oh, wait, maybe you're right. Hold on. Let me find out real quick. Yeah. Yeah, Let me get the research team behind it. Let's let's, let's do this. Fact checking. The Muppet Christmas Carol came out eight years after Gremlins. 84 oh. to 92. She goes, well, this must have come out after that. I mean, Why? 
Based on what? Yeah. I, you know what? I didn't even know what she was talking about there. You listened to this episode. Yeah. What was she even referring to there? I have no idea. She never finished that thought. This movie came out after the other one. <laughs> it must hey, have. Fucking patriarchy. Point. Well, there's puppets and it's Christmas time. That, I think that's how she connected. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 It's Christmas yeah. time. So it's the same movie. One ripped off the other. <laughs> okay, they were Christmas caroling. Okay. So this we're connecting movies, the dots it's here. It's based on Gremlins. She thought it was a sequel. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking stupid. Yeah, that, that's that's the, it's 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 Gremlins, Gremlins Two, and then Muppet Christmas Carol. It's a kind of a spinoff. <laughs> the trilogy, unbelievable. Uh, anything else, Tab, that you picked up on from the show that we should discuss? Uh no, they're they're just awful people that have no nothing interesting to say about anything. Speaking of awful people. <laughs> I was going to do our holiday song parody contest. Uh, We have some new entries and we got to pick a winner, but we got to move up Stuttering John because we have a surprise guest appearance. A guy who's not been on the show in quite some time. Anthony Kumia. Oh my God. There I am. What what is happening, man? Hello. Uh, Yeah, I'm back. I'm back. I did a couple of shows. uh, Compound Media, and then I was streaming uh, golf, PGA 2K, 2-3, and getting angry at uh, a golf game, which is pretty sad. Uh, but back, yeah, baby. I'm, I'm, I got, I got uh, the system up, running, and ready to stream and be on, of course, Who Are These Podcasts? I, I By the way, the uh, song, uh, the Christmas songs, Stunt Joe uh, Christmas songs are fucking brilliant, okay. wonderful. We're playing them just as regular Christmas songs in the house. <laughs> Good. For the, celebrate the holiday. Well, then, if, if you want to hang out with us and help us judge the contest, I have our oh, finalists uh, picked out. I would we, be happier, of That's course. amazing. And, uh, Anthony, it's so great to see you uh, back up. I know that uh, had quite the health scare there. I heard you describe uh, it on your first show back with Gavin. Bastard genetics, you know? They just, uh, you reach uh, my age and they decide they need to rip your chest open and reroute some plumbing. Wow. But it's all good. Like, I, I feel 10 times better than I did That's uh, awesome. beforehand. I'm glad you did. Uh, yeah, just got to go in and uh, get cracked open like a lobster. And they, uh, yeah, they fix I was you listening right to up. Anthony explain this. And I think you said it best. You go, if I had a choice whether or not to have open heart surgery, I would not want to do that. It seems no. daunting. It seems awful. No. But you get no, to a no. point where the choice has been taken away from you. Yeah, <laughs> you, you just, just you have it. to do it. There's no second I don't or third anyone, opinion on this. Yeah, I don't think anybody goes like, I don't know, maybe I'll just go in and get some <laughs> yeah. uh, heart surgery. Get some work done. <laughs> yeah, they tell Volunteer you. Volunteer heart surgery. Yeah. They don't ask you to get it. They tell you you're getting it. Right. And you, uh, that's what you do. You get on the roller coaster. And uh, hope they spit you out at the other end of the platform and say, uh, enjoy the rest of your uh, day here at the amusement park. <laughs> well, it's uh, fantastic that you're back and you're still with us. That was quite the scare and so great, great. To, uh, to have you. And also, you, it's sir. great to have Stuttering John back because oh. a lot has happened since our last episode. It's only three days ago. I know. <laughs> it's only three days ago <laughs> we talked about Stuttering John. But then Holy shit. he does a show on Wednesday. A political show. He's not getting any super chats. He seems angry. He's like, this is probably my last show ever. (laughs) So then he puts out this goodbye episode Thursday morning. 
and kind of nukes his channel, takes all his videos down, takes his Patreon down, nukes everything, Brilliant. puts out a uh, you know the tweet: should I stay or should I go? Everyone says just go. Yeah. Take your ball and do your shine box. Oh <laughs> I gotta get your fucking shine. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, they're predicting the over under on when he's coming back. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, people are saying Christmas. Nope. He's already back. <laughs> so he comes back. He he had a travel day. That's all it was. He was in Florida. He flew back to New York where his mom lives on Thursday, and then immediately on Friday afternoon, he's back up and podcasting again. And the crazy part about this is the fact that he thought he was going to scare mostly myself and Shuli. That we were both going to be like, no, the golden goose. If only I had a few more of those eggs, damn it. (laughs) Which was not the case, which I'll show you in a second. But uh, John's very proud of himself. And uh, this is him asking if Shuli was crying about it. Did the shit way you have a heart attack? Because I was gone. He was freaking out. Oh, no. What? Where's my money going to come from? What am I going to do? Is John leaving? Is my daddy leaving? What am I going to do? No stuttering, John. What am I going to do now? I don't have any content. Oh, let's see. Let's see what uh, Shuey did on that Thursday when John said he was going away. He did an Uncle Rico show, invited me on, and uh, this is basically... What we had to say about that. This Dalverse is not friendly. And one <laughs> of the reasons it's not because of this guy. W-A-T-P, Carly Boy. Come on. What is happening, fellas? Big day today. Congratulations. Wow. I mean, should I start reading off the people I want to thank right now or save it to the I end? Mean, is it me or do we do we feel like do we all feel like we liberated the internet today like the troops liberated France? First off, does this sound like people are going, Shuli, what are we going to do now? How, how are we going to survive through this? Jen, we're selling the houses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we can we can get by with a one bedroom apartment, right? We don't need a second yeah, bedroom. We'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> Nazis. Now, I have to say, I know you guys were talking this morning about when is he going to be back. The timing is suspicious, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. Yep. The the trip to the East Coast and somebody, maybe Bob or Mike, said his mom may have told him you can't do shows while you're here because she doesn't want him. She just wants him to enjoy something, Mm -hmm. maybe. Impossible. You know? Nah. So that's a thing. Now nah, you know things. Mike's an that's idiot. Mike's an idiot. No, but that that is a, a pretty look. When he left, when he taught us a lesson last time, it's because he had a strike for a week, mm-hmm. right? Right. And uh, and the time before that, he was working full time. He took on the long term substitute teaching gig. Right. So there's always a reason that he leaves, and it's not because he's made the decision to take his ball and go home. Which, by the way, is the most childish bitch move possible. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, other than just yelling and screaming when somebody's trying to make a point to to show that you're a liar and just yelling and screaming and yelling and screaming. It's unbelievable. He, he just challenged me to a boxing match. Is this even going to happen now? No, I'm not even sure. Damn it. He challenged everyone. All right. So I, I wanted to play that because it sets up how ridiculous John's victory lap of a return is. He's He had this fantasy in his head that we were all going to freak out 
And Dabbler's nods would be like, come back. What's happened? Oh, no. How do we get by? Well, a video you showed where he's screaming like, what am I going to do? Where's my money coming from? Where, yeah. Is daddy gone? I'm like, these are just questions John asks himself daily. Probably. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's his internal dialogue. Exactly. The monologue just going off. Why and, are you an idiot dude, that can't keep a job? <laughs> <laughs> and why would you start thinking that after one day? It's like, well, we we got plenty of content. We can make it at least through the end of the month, maybe you know, early <laughs> yeah. February. Then we're gonna have to start planning for sweeps and and maybe re reformat and retool. And go back to chat. There's yeah. lots of stuff to talk about. I'm not sweating it until like a month before DabbleCon too. Then I'm like, okay, now we gotta figure this out. <laughs> Speaking of DabbleCon. Missy B is joining hey. the show as well. Oh, what was that? She doesn't know it. Well, but... I'm ready. <laughs> She's also on the show. What's up, Missy B? Hi. Good to it's see you, everybody. Much more, very much more Christmassy upstairs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So this is getting back to, this is what John, this is John's fantasy. This is the projection. This is what John was hoping would happen. And I can just imagine, like, him going on. Him and... Lady came on. Oh no, John's gone. Oh Jesus, what are we gonna do? What are you gonna do? So this is the teenage girl who's like, well, if I if I run away, then they're gonna miss me. I, I bet I bet mom and dad are thinking right now we should have been so mean to her because now she's gone. We wish we had her back. That's what John's doing right now. Oh, yeah. Every face he makes is a Renaissance painting. <laughs> <laughs> it's abstract art. <laughs> yes. His cheeks are very soft. His eyes are crossing. His face is falling yeah. off. <laughs> is that a face? Hmm. Let me look at it from this angle. Yeah. Is there a right, down there? They got the same people that made the puppets and gremlins. Yes. <laughs> All right. So maybe that actually, if John wants to get back into show business, <laughs> gremlins three. <laughs> the new batch. A, n- a new okay so this is john's big victory when he comes back on the show he's all excited and proud of himself look who's back look who's back the goat is back the goat is back you didn't really think i was gonna leave did no you? Oh. if you did you're a moron a moron. Let's go to the phones. <laughs> I suggest you just t- t- take the phone off the hook. Again. <laughs> so he starts the show. He starts getting calls to the house. Now, this is fantastic because we didn't see the dynamic between John and his mom. And I know I've been reading some of the chatter the, in the dabble verse. Now that John's reacting to everything that we say and we're reacting back, it's starting to get a little bit weird and monotonous. I'm not as focused anymore on John's performative stuff that he's doing where he's acting out and he's going to box everyone. It's like, this is all bullshit. He's doing this for a reason. What I'm fascinated by is this shit where you see the interaction (laughs) between John and his mom. He's getting these phone calls. He's yelling at his mom. This gets hilarious. We always wanted John IRL, and this is about as close as we're going to get. This is the reality show that we all want to (laughs) watch. I also love that he goes, what are you, what are you morons? You guys thought I was actually leaving? No, Mom, none take of us. the phone out, please. <laughs> we didn't have a chance to think about it. You came back no so one fast. Thought, no one thought he was leaving, but more importantly, no one cared. No one He's cared. coming back like it's like this great moment that a, a sports star or a rock uh, band is coming out of retirement. No one Oh, my cared. God. Roger Clemens is in the box. 
I mean, the box. I can't believe it. I George Steinbrenner is box. Rodney Clemens. Stuart John has turned on his webcam. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just that's what he thinks is happening right now. Where the, the, all of the Dabble verses is like, holy shit, I can't be back. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Triumphant return. <laughs> he, he would be over the top of the show like this. <laughs> uh, the top of the steps. He would be like the first landing, just fully flat just on his standing stomach. up. <laughs> Vomit strewn up. all over everywhere. You ain't gonna retire, Stuttering John. <laughs> I'm not going to let you. I'm the number one contender for podcast. <laughs> <laughs> now, we he was going to leave. Bullshit. All of us were, pre- were predicting when he was going to come back. Right. And nobody had it past mid-January. I thought he yeah. was taking a, a Christmas vacation. I'm like, he probably just wants a vacation. He'll be back after the first. But he couldn't even do that because he's too poor. Mom's making pies jacks. in the kitchen. Yeah. It, it, um, Mom, you're in the way. Yeah, I know. But we're, we're cooking dinner. Yeah, it's, it's my fucking Christmas house. Day. Like... <laughs> All right. So also, this... why does he pick the most echoiest fucking room? Like the kitchen, like go in where there's fucking a rug. <laughs> right. yeah. Mom probably relegated him to the kitchen. Stay out of the living room. <laughs> this no, room's easy to clean. He's sitting on the clean. plastic furniture. Yeah. The plastic crinkles on the couch when I try to podcast. <laughs> He's so sticky, he sticks to it. <laughs> he should be Can't in the do tub. it in my bedroom because it's it's too piled with stuff. <laughs> <In the tub. laughs> he should be in the tub. Oh my god, it's closing on the beds. <laughs> <laughs> oh Did god. the cat get a mouse in here? What the fuck happened? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gearing up for a suicide joke there. We don't we don't uh, oh, use the answer on YouTube, uh, let's see. Oh, um on a something else. jokes. All right, so <laughs> this is No, it's uh, stuttering Johnny would be a brewicide. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening right before our very eyes. Oh, it's 3:49 in the afternoon and I haven't had a beer yet, but you think I'm an alcoholic? <laughs> Literally what he said. 349. And tequila doesn't count as beer. And by tequila's the way. not, it's like beer. <laughs> now, if I had three tequilas over four hours, do the math. That's him teaching math in, at, at, at the school. All right. And you can, your, your body processes a, one drink. A train leaves Chicago hours. and it's uh, the bar opens at two on the train. <laughs> How many beers will I drink? At Denver. The podcast starts at 4 o'clock on the Eastern Coast. What time does it start on the West Coast? I called the student and told his mother he's a great drinker. <laughs> Missy, I like your question because he'd be like, no, no, I'm asking you guys. What time would it be on the West Coast? I got to get, get out of here. I got I got an appointment. <laughs> All right. So uh, this is epic right here because this is big. John's big triumphant return. Right off the beginning, the phone starts ringing because people have John's mom's phone number. And so John's now telling his mom how to manage this. Mom, they're going to call every second. You got to just take it off the hook. It's not Joyce. Tell Joyce to call call your cell phone. Just just take it off the hook, please. Because else it's going to ring every second because these guys got no lives. Please, because else it's going to keep ringing. All right. Thank you. Mommy dear. Thank you, mommy. You're welcome. She said you're an alcoholic. <laughs> she sounds almost as drunk as he does. They're like, yeah, you're doing your stupid fucking podcast. 
Rupert, you have to go to work. Rupert, you're going to miss the bus. house every fucking five minutes. Ma, I got to do this now. <laughs> it's so funny because I got to get these super chats so I can get your Christmas present ordered. She thinks she's going to get a phone call from one of her friends, like Joyce or yeah, something like yeah. that. Uh-huh. So he's like, tell Joyce to call you on your cell phone and unplug the phones. This gets funnier and funnier the more it goes out. So in this next clip, he's talking about Kevin Brennan called into Patrick Melton's show. Now. Let me remind everyone, John doesn't know who Patrick Melton is. He has no say. idea that he has a show. He wouldn't know where to find it. But when Kevin calls in and bashes Shuley, all of a sudden, John knows all about it. And, you know, he never has anything to say about Patrick Melton trashing his kids. Yeah, John never did a song about him. Yeah, right. And now, now he knows all about it. I got a hand to Kevin Breton. I know Kevin and I don't see eye to eye on a lot of yeah, things. He thinks you're a moron. But <laughs> yeah. he, called it the, he called him the Fatty Patty Show. And... um you know, and he just said, the shit way has never done anything on his own. <laughs> I told you. It might be Joyce. Oh, my yeah. God. No, you didn't. So just go like that and just leave it okay. like that. Rip it out the wall. So now he's answered the phone. Okay. Just, just uh, the hey, right the show your from your phone. The kid. Probably Joyce. <laughs> Why is Johnny cursing at me? Those are the cowards. Okay. Chuck can never frame himself correctly either. He's always, there's no headroom in his shots. Now, you'll notice that John just said the word, now, those are the real cowards. What happened? And we documented this on WATP, but I didn't get to follow up yet because it just happened where they had uh, Shuli and Zen and Mike Morris were all trying to get on his show. And John's going, I don't see them. I don't see them in StreamYard. I can't pull them up. So they proved they were on there. So then John had to come out and say, oh, I'm just bad at technology. I didn't know. We had to scroll down to find the videos. So he had this whole thing. He was explaining why he's not a coward. And his chat was just slamming him. Coward, coward, coward. And that really bothers John because <laughs> he wants to box all of us. He's not a coward. He's not afraid of anything. So now you can tell that's what's on his mind when he's using those words. That's the coward. The people calling my house. My mom, 86-year-old woman. That's the coward. Oh, no, no, John, you're, woman. that's not a cowardly thing to do. I mean, it's a dick move, maybe, but <laughs> not when you pull it off like this, because you just saw John answered that phone and just goes, oh, I'll show you. He just answered it. Well, when the person hangs up on the other end, the phone starts chirping. I know that this is old <laughs> technology, <laughs> yeah, but you can't just leave a phone like that. <laughs> Well, these oh. these are also they're wireless cordless phones. <laughs> like you hear that? I don't have a phone in my house. <laughs> no one has a phone in their house anymore. Like a recorded phone. Uh, yeah. Well, this... as opposed to so he wants you to take it off the hook, but that only works with the phones where that it's corded and it's when yeah. you unplug it, it's on. With these wireless phones, they turn themselves off after a while, and that's why the phone keeps ringing. The only way to stop this is to go unplug every single one. No, you can actually turn the ringer off. Well, I no, yeah, you can do that too, and you can turn the ringer off. Oh, so it doesn't make any noise. Yeah, it it could be. Ringing. Ma, crack the handle on the side and tell Sarah <laughs> not to forward any calls to us. <laughs> Well, so John never does figure out how to get past this. You're going to see. He yells at his mom. He's got a bunch of instructions for himself. But someone actually, someone actually had a really good uh, uh, solution to this. They go, John, use your cell phone to call your own phone number and then just leave it there. 
He's like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, guess, yeah. I guess I could have done that. <laughs> Watson, come quick. I need a course. <laughs> <laughs> Doing Alexander Graham Bell right jokes now. here, people. Why are they offering solutions? I could watch this all day. <laughs> I know. This is great. <laughs> this is amazing. Careful, John. Don't fall. There we go. I answered the toaster oven. Goodbye. <laughs> Did you take the batteries no out? Battery. Yeah, watch this. Yeah. No more. Oh, He's proud of himself. No mas. No. We've been outsmarted again. The base station is what the phone is actually connected to, and that's what rings. So, no of shit. course, it's going to fucking ring again. <laughs> you can't invent this character. I took the can't. batteries out. How are you still doing this? I don't understand. All right. I'm the de energizer. <laughs> This is that buddy uh, ain't got shit on me. This is where John has a little self awareness and realizes <sighs> that this is king of comedy. Look, there is not a chance, nine. There's not a chance in hell, Mom. Are you gonna keep coming in now? Or are you gonna just go, Johnny? Oh, I don't like it when you use the word hell. No, no, no I'm not. But you just, it, I didn't know you could see me over there. Yes, I can. It distract. You know, what I'm saying okay, distract. Make me a hot pocket. I feel like I feel like uh, De Niro in The King of Comedy. Yeah. Mom, stop bothering me. Yes. Yeah, see, he I'm is. doing a show here. Exactly. Don't worry. I'll take the batteries out of this one. Oh my god, it's still ringing. This is hilarious. I just want to go grab a hammer. And now it's ringing from upstairs. You got to unplug that one, Mom. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> you hear the other phone ring. <laughs> this just is me perfect. Take, go upstairs and just take it off the hook and close the door. Call AT and T and cancel our <laughs> I should have thought these losers are going to yeah, do you that. Should've. You uh, think you would have yeah, came up yeah, with a solution really last Christmas? Yeah. It's like better call Saul, Chuck. He's going to look for that ring and tear the entire his mom's place apart. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Although it must be nice to. Go back, visit mom, and have a mug that has a handle on it. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, a deep pull, but yeah. I like that. I think it was Mike Morse when we were playing the clip earlier who thought maybe his mom said, "Don't podcast from the house. It's not. Good. We're just trying to get together with family and enjoy the holiday." She should have because this is ridiculous. Yeah. He's got her running yeah, around. Yeah. Go upstairs, unplug that one, close the door. Then you gotta find the other phone. I like how paranoid he's getting <laughs> he about hear, noises. Yeah, you just hear do 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 do. She poor lady fell down the stairs. She's making probably she's probably one of the people calling. She's got her cell phone there in her pocket and she's just hitting the the call button to annoy him even further. My life, my mom's life alert is trolling me. Yeah, they. You press the button, it makes static. There is a theory. Don't come too close to the equipment. There's a theory John's mom is in on this and will show up on Uncle Rico or WATP one of these days. <laughs> That's hilarious. That'd be amazing. <laughs> All right. How she trolled him and it's fucking great. Shuli's giving her directions. <laughs> yeah, Shuli's talking to him. Go, go in the kitchen again. <laughs> Slam the cabinet. Turn the phone back on. <laughs> yeah, turn the phone on. Expecting a call from Joyce. <laughs> Oh my God! Right, put a, yeah, put just a battery put a cup back of into water the phone. in the microwave and set it for six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this this continues on. Good. <laughs> Vodka. Too funny. So desperate. So fucking pathetically desperate. 
they gotta fucking bother the goat. Do Cold you hear it? Mom, you gotta unplug all the phones. <laughs> Mom. Mom, you gotta unplug Just the phone. Just unplug them. Okay. Let's go out. I know climb up the lines from mine. And cut the whole line. Grab your spike shoes and the belt thing. <laughs> All right. But don't cut the internet one. I need that. So after he says, she's not going to figure this out. She does. She's bad with technology, just like me. And he's still yelling at her to unplug the phones. Great. But I, I'm sure they're going to keep calling. Yep. There it goes. <laughs> my, my, you got to oh unplug all the phones. God. You should just take a call at this point. Like, what is yeah, the right. point of the show? Yeah, just put it on speaker. Yeah. How many fucking phones? <laughs> like the United Nations. <laughs> That's Putin on line five. We need to take this. Okay. So the problem is John's trying to have this big return to podcasting. He's the goats. He got over on Shuli and Lady Kmart. And he's coming in. And they're just like, oh, fucking hell. Kind of taking the wind out of his sails. Yeah, man. it definitely is. Oh, and at this point, great. John can't even handle the distractions anymore. <laughs> I'm gonna rip that phone out of the wall. You're mom. driving me to drink. Yeah. A delivery <laughs> should show up now. All right. Uh -oh. I'm gonna rip that phone right out of the I wall. I enhance the audio here. And smack oh. you over the head with it like the fucking uh, Don Rickles scene in Casino. <laughs> He's gonna beat her with the telephone. <laughs> Told you to unplug it. I can't have these distractions. It's you should turn the camera and see a bank of phones like on a telethon. <laughs> <laughs> They're so We're trying to raise money, John. <laughs> Trollathon. Trollathon. Call in. Get your messages in for stuttering John. The phone lines are on. Please give generously to our beloved chatter. The Trollathon. The Trollathon. The calls are coming in. Let's go to the tote board. So you give ten dollars, we'll send you a tote bag. It's stuttering John tote bag, full of cat shit and empty coarse can. Uh, actually, I need the cans. I gotta, I gotta get the deposit back. This might be one of my favorite clips of John the entire year. He's done a lot of great clips this wow. year. This is John's big return show to rubbing it in all of our faces. He just locks her in the room. <laughs> she just needs to get her meds out of the cabinet. Fuck. Some show, She's John. stuffed in a rocking chair in the attic. <laughs> With all the phones. <laughs> oh, my God. This is hilarious. Like, he doesn't understand how funny this is. Oh. Oh, I thought the DC trip was gold. I was expecting maybe one or two rings before, you know, and that was funny as it is. This is, we're going on ring number eight here. <laughs> yeah, no, and he's not even here. It's just a chair yeah. and ringing. I've, I've never yeah, laughed harder at a picture. The chair's doing good, though. <laughs> yeah. never, the chair's doing great. Barack Obama's killing it. How's my show? Is it bigger up. than a bread box? 
Oh my god. He's got fucking his mom's house is like the eighteen hundreds. <laughs> That's fantastic. That is the cleanest toaster oven I've ever seen. Yeah, she probably yeah. has to do it every day. All right, so John's getting pissed now. <laughs> fucking hell. <laughs> Pick up, like, you know what? Just yes, end this shit. Pick it up. Have yes. fun. I don't know. This is fucking. You gotta remember, though, Missy, he tried that, and then the person hung up and it started chirping at him, so he doesn't know what to do now. Oh. He's well, all maybe, well, that could have been Joyce. We still don't know. <laughs> we still he, don't he know. needs to interact with them. <laughs> so, John, get out. The call is coming from inside the house. <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny, you know, he used to talk for years about, like, getting a special phone system to have callers yes, into his show. Right. Just fucking pop that sucker out on speakerphone. Like, you're on the Stuttering John podcast. Yeah, what do you want, have fun with it. Yeah. Yeah. Interact with them a little bit. But instead... Every time he's getting up and going to talk to his mom and going upstairs and closing doors, he's getting winded. He's getting sweaty. As you can tell, it's the guy who wants to fight everyone. He's so out of shape. And now that, he's, at- uh, you know, I'm not saying anything, but uh, that's kind of how I felt uh, <laughs> well, in the summertime. Yeah. Uh, maybe Stutcho should <laughs> get the get the old uh, little ticker intervention. Chuck, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Sweating and getting uh, huffing and puffing. I don't think Stop it's even the movement. I think it's just his brain's working at full capacity oh, maybe that's here. And that's tiring him out. Yeah. How do I solve this problem? <laughs> How do I smoke coming out, out of his five ears? Telephones ring and you shut off three. How many telephones are still ringing? John, you answered the phone. Too many. You answered the phone for years. Use your brain. That's right. He's the he's the phone screener. Oh my god! He should be in his element right now. Stern show, stern show, stern show. Can you hold? He can be flexing. Own your skills. Yeah. Oh shit! Out of all the stuttering John flexes he could do and has done, like this is the one that he could least dive into and lean into. He doesn't want to lean into anything except no. the can to his face. Yeah, a little spontaneity, <laughs> a little like working with whatever situation you're handed. But no, he can't answer the phone and put him on or resolve this. He's when, he's when adversity rises, rises I uh, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> right. And wipe my forehead off. So I just, I love <laughs> the facial sweet. expression here because he is so frustrated with what's happening. He looks like in the the still you had there for a second. He looks like Cameron Poe just off the, the <laughs> bus in Con Air. He yes. like looks through the breeze. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that face right there. Ugh, that is disgusting. That looks like a Muppet. Okay, there was some beer on oh, it. Oh my god! So guys. Please help children with the cleft palate. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joaquin Phoenix all of a sudden. None of that happens. If you call now. <laughs> Are porcelain veneers good for you? I've lost all of my teeth due to drinking. That's why I look like this kind of meat. It's like fairy ribs. <laughs> but now I have chiclet teeth. And uh, they look much nicer. All right, guys. Please, let's all listen to this next clip because this right. is where we find out who John really is. This is not his mom's fault, okay? None of this is his mom's fault. This is all John's own doing that this is happening. <sighs> Mom, can you unplug that phone too? I don't know. 
You got 20 fucking phones in here. <laughs> Don't curse at your mom, man. Yeah, it sounds like it's up there, though. Yep. Oh, poor woman. I think, it, I think right. it's Joyce. Yep, I figured as much. Unplug it. Oh, my God. So now he's just oh. yelling orders to his wife. 20 fucking phones in here as if. It's like she lives a very peaceful life, I'm sure. She's not usually yeah, bothered yeah. by this. She's having a phone. I just need $2. If I could, you know, and, you, and you, your phones are ringing, you know, this is a very important podcast. I'm going to make 18 or maybe even $23. Yeah, I'm, sure goes, she, I'm sure she'd know how to unplug his life support system. <laughs> 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 you get that the first shot. <laughs> I think what's so fucked up is he he knows he's live doing this yep. and he has no shame talking like this to his mom live <laughs> like, and does he think people like oh you know you remember when you were younger and it was cool to talk back to your like to show sure. off to your friends or something right, right. He, he he's still in that mindset as we know but it's just like that's so as he's just a despicable no, human being we all we'd all love to see a We'd we'd all love to see a wooden spoon come into frame and smack him <laughs> yeah. over the head. Fucking rolling pin. <laughs> Some of that old school mom discipline. Well, right. He looks I'm like fourteen hours in labor with you, and you gotta talk to me like that on your podcast. <laughs> he looks yeah. like throw mama from the train. If she was just coming to frame right now, <laughs> and she sounds like it. So, <laughs> oh my god, what a nightmare! But no, Missy B, that's a great point. And that's the thing that what I was saying earlier, I love to see the real world of John. I don't like to see his performative thing yeah. he's doing now on the internet where he's playing this character and he's overdoing it. But this is the real John. He gets frustrated. He takes it all out on everyone else. Never once does he self-reflect. You know, we could say, guys, I'm going to pause the show. I'll be back in 10 minutes. Let me just get this figured out. Like, there's so many things he yeah. can do. He can't handle just, it. Just turn off his camera, go unplug all the phones, come back, <laughs> do his fucking show. But he's like... He just causes chaos. Like he always, he he's like a magic eight ball that only has bad ideas. You know? <laughs> a, tragic right. eight <laughs> a tragic eight ball. Tragic eight ball. to the Capitol. What if I just keep shouting at my mom? She clearly hasn't figured out how what where the fucking phones are. <laughs> uh, I got a crazy theory. Okay. Maybe this is performative. There's no mother. He's going off camera. It's like a Norman wow. Bates thing. Yeah. He's in Norman Bates. Yeah. Ventriloquisming it. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, the social security checks keep coming, so he's got to keep up this facade. <laughs> oh, imagine? he is one of those people that would do that. Dude, if that's the way that this saga ends, yes. holy shit. Oh. I'm not rooting for it, which makes me a bad person. If it was a split personality, you think the mom would take over and clean his fucking apartment. <laughs> good point. That's a good point. All right. Wouldn't you have to have a personality before it can split? <laughs> <laughs> So, now this is John blaming everyone but himself, of course. And I don't care. Look, it's a funny beginning. Whoever's calling, fuck it. It's yeah. funny. It is funny. Not but funny. Ha, ha, it's my poor queer. old mother mm-hmm. there who's running around trying to unplug phones. You told her to. Yeah. Are you happy? You demanded. Are you happy? You got an old, an eighty-year-old something. You're yelling running around her. trying to unplug phones. Isn't it funny? You just saw that transition so quickly. Where at first he's like, all right, I get it. I'm the butt of the joke. And then it immediately, yeah. because he's a narcissist, it kicks into, but I'm the victim. Yeah. And you're victimizing my mom. How can I spin this? Uh, yeah. <laughs> That's, I got to watch that again. But he also That's... pivoted from cursing at his mom to now saying, my poor mother. Yeah, it's like, I know. Yeah, it's like, you're the you. one. Yeah. Poor Who's mom because of you. Terrorizing her. <laughs> she just wants to talk to Joyce. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Joyce and all this. And I don't care. 
Look, it's a funny beginning. Whoever's calling, fuck it. It's funny. It is funny. But it's my poor old mother there who's running around trying to unplug phones. So you're happy? Are you happy you got an old, an 80-year-old something running around trying to unplug phones? <laughs> kind of. Something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what we're all it saying to you. <laughs> when, it, when it comes yeah. to unplugging phones, try not. Do or do not. <laughs> there is no try. Like, what part is going to tripped up on? Yeah. Well, you have to you like have push to... that little tab down and then pull <laughs> yeah, right. at the same time. And when you're 80 and you have rheumatoid arthritis, that's a difficult motion to try and be making over and over and over again. Yeah, I, I do remember John had to plug in an Ethernet cord into his modem. And he got back, oh, and he was all winded, and we were making fun of him. He's like, yeah, but it's under my bed. I had to lift my bed. Like, this is not a complicated procedure, no matter what's going on. Was there an obstacle course to unplug a fucking phone? Just to solve a riddle first? Yeah, he had to move 300,000 boxes to get to the point where he'd get under the bed. Yeah, John the- can't turn off the phones because he's used to the phone company doing it for him. <laughs> <laughs> the lights just turn off eventually. It's fine. <laughs> Every, everything shuts off after a while. When the lights turn off, that's when you make the paint. That's how you know the paint. <laughs> Hilarious. You happy? Yeah. To make you feel better inside? Right now, yeah. All that Christmas. Are you feeling all Christmassy inside? You know, I am oh. now. I hate Christmas. <laughs> you got my 80-something-year-old mother running around? No, you do. Yeah. Unplugging phones, dickhead. <laughs> That's going to stop them. Fucking hell. Damp stuttering John. Always damp. He's always damp. He's uh-huh. fucking gross, man. Can I just say, because I've seen this a couple times now recently, when you do this, you wipe your nose. Don't use that surface on anything else on your face. <laughs> that tissue is done. He's, yes, it's the last thing you do with that <laughs> tissue. <moving> on. <laughs> is there like an asbestos team to handle that? Double bag it, spray it down. Like oh. every tissue he has has to be handled like toxic waste. It's like the end of you know, ET. It's like it's like yeah, an yeah. spot thing. They they bolt down a steel dome and then detonate yeah. it inside. Pressurize the room. <laughs> All right, so now this his super chat is now going to explain to him. We're 20 minutes hit at this point with people just calling him over and over. You're going to explain to him how he could have uh, What an this. intro. Yeah. Fantastic. Call your cell and leave it on. Don't hang up. Oh, call from my cell? That's kind of true. Yeah, I could have done that. Oh, yeah. No, what? You that know, does make a lot more I don't know. I don't, I don't realize she had 800 phones in his house. El Diablo, thanks oh. for the five bucks. Are you too stupid to figure out how to stop the calls? No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, we unplug one of them, and then I take the you know, and I and I leave it on, but then it keeps going all over the fucking place. So I'm Alexander <laughs> Graham Dumbbell. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, "Are you too stupid to figure this out?" He goes, "No, I tried a thing and it didn't work." <laughs> that's, yeah, that's that's the I was just wrong at it. That's the definition of being too stupid. <laughs> to figure Holy it out. fuck! Well, no, I'm not stupid. I'm stupid. <laughs> He's so stupid. Our boy Purple uh, down in Florida said uh, he's a member for two months. Thank you. He says, I wonder if John chugged all 96 Coors Light I sent him before he left Florida. School. Yeah. Purple was sending cases and cases of beer to to John's house. He doesn't drink Heineken. You got to send him Heineken. Those poor Uber drivers. (laughs) No, he's as a drunk. Like once he runs out of his his 
primary poison, he'll he'll drink it anything. Yeah. No, Has I anyone don't. done that? Ninety six beers to ninety six tears. Isn't that a song? <laughs> we have not. Has heard anyone that one done yet. that one no, with John? I don't think so. Oh, I don't think so. That's a good. That would be a good one. Drinking ninety ninety six beers. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to get off the the phone. Ninety nine cans of course in my bed. Ninety nine <laughs> cans of course. <laughs> One of them happens to still be full. I'll get wit- I'll get winded picking it up from the floor. <laughs> oh, this is one of those heavy ones. <laughs> all right. So now this is John's big reveal explaining why he left the Dabbleverse and why we're all so stupid. But I'll tell you something. I was traveling yesterday. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I going to see my dear mom. So I could not do a show. So I figured, oh, let me get this shit where you're freaking out, thinking I'm gone. Oh, God. <laughs> Look at that face. It's so funny because you guys heard what we said immediately when he left. We're like, well, it's a convenient time for him to leave. He's going back home. We knew all of this was going on. And he's acting like, I got over on these guys, these idiots. Every freeze frame with him, you want to throw a fish in his mouth and pat him on the head. <laughs> <laughs> this is like this is like one of those corporate April Fool's pranks where they like post some YouTube video about how they're, they're like we're McDonald's, we're not serving burgers anymore, aren't we? So clever, Whoa, April Fools! Gotcha. Yeah, like, okay, yeah, we saw through it. We, we know. So now he got us. He's talking about Alex Stein. Alex Stein sent him a text. But that's not good enough for John, as you'll hear him describe. Of course. You got Alex Stein. Alex Stein, look, you're a good dude. I'm not trashing you here. I'm not but trash. I text you 10 times. You don't respond. Then suddenly, out of nowhere, you text me. Yeah. And you go, John, you know, it's good that you're leaving. I, I saw your tweet. How about you text me back after I text you? People are odd. So odd. You're odd. John just said he texted him 10 times. Without getting a response. And I I had this in my notes before I knew Anthony was going to be on here. If I text someone once and don't get a response, I'm done. I get it. Yeah, you're done. (laughs) It's like, it's like, the text doesn't go away. Right. Yeah. It's still there. The the more times you text, the less likely someone wants to respond to you at that point. It starts to seem desperate and weird. And I've met a lot of people at different varying levels of fame since I've been doing Who Are These Podcasts, a lot of people I text with. And there's just like a certain etiquette to it, especially with people like Alex Stein who I text with all the time, he's very busy. busy. He's got a lot of shit going on. And he probably doesn't need the nonsense that is stuttering John's fucking world. Oh, Alex, you want to come on my show and you can just do my show while I just sit there and read Super Chance and drink? No, I have my own show. He's not just in bed waiting, staring at his phone. (laughs) Come on. God, I hope he texts me. This is this is great advice for you guys out there texting girls. One one and done. One and done. Leave them alone. Desperate and stupid pretty much sums Listen, it up if you're going to be uh Here's the deal. Yeah, you like text John. one time before you start drinking. You don't hear back, <laughs> get really drunk, and then start texting away. Yeah. <laughs> you Zumox style. You don't too. even know. <laughs> That's Chad Zumox style. You want to mix in some threats in there. Yeah. You want to make sure she knows. Do some hard drugs, too. <laughs> Waver between like like very very aggressive and then like weeping apologies. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry about that, that last text. <laughs> Threaten not aliving yourself. This, these are the things the girls respond to. You know how many tweets they delete? Like uh, uh, 
Chad and John, they delete tweets afterwards because yes. they made them when they were drunk. Imagine like you can't delete the text, but imagine how many texts they send people that they wish they could delete the next day. So it's got to be a nightmare getting a text from uh, That's a from good John. point. Anthony, I didn't even think about that. I don't delete tweets because I don't tweet things yeah. that I'm like, oh, shit, I should have tweeted that. I think yeah. about it before I hit send. Yep. And the fact that guys like Chad and John delete shit all the time. What are they sending in emails and text messages? Yep. Yeah. That they can't take back. <laughs> what haven't we seen? I can only imagine. All right. I have one more uh, clip from the show. And this is a more of John's fantasies. This is what John wanted to have happen. Again, it's a teenage girl who's claiming she's going to unalive oh. herself. And then you'll see. And then you'll be sorry. But this is pathetic. <laughs> but I hope you're entertained. I don't care. As long as I'm entertaining. I don't really give a shit. Okay. So I was just hoping Lady came on in the shit way. We're like, oh no, John's gone. Hoping. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I mean, John, he's he's putting food on the table for us. He's the only guy that's actually done something. We haven't done anything. <laughs> and now, and now we get, oh my God, is he gone? Has he left us? Has he left the Dabbleverse? Let's call John's mom. <laughs> Let's inject ourselves into John's life. Because we need John. We gotta be. Can John come out and play? Close to John. Well, they're He's not calling a... John because he retired for 12 hours. Yeah. <laughs> they're calling because he started a show and they're like, this will be funny. And it is. It's very funny. You gotta love. What's his mom thinking? Like listening to him babbling like this. I mean, she's eighty years old, so I'm sure she doesn't <laughs> really know what. It's like one of those uh, countdowns before you like go on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> she's like, I'm sure she doesn't actually know what a good podcast would be or a right. bad one. I don't know. Maybe she does, but she's got to be listening to this, going, "My son's a fucking idiot. He's a loser." This range. is your political show. Yeah. <laughs> well. I love the fact that John's not only fantasizing that Shuli and I are going to miss him and be all upset that he's gone, but then we also, in that fantasy we just heard, we also go, John was right all along. He's the star. He's the celebrity. We've got nothing. Oh. We can't even get through life without John being around. Damn it, Shuli, we overplayed our hand on this one. John got us good. Well, he zigs and zags back and forth from I'm a victim, I'm a victim, yeah, to well, as long as it's entertaining. Really, it's still entertaining as your mother's being harassed? I know. That, that's fine. He's pretending. Oh I'll slug her for a super chat. Like... <laughs> <laughs> and this again is like Rupert Pupkin and King of Comedy when he was on the Jerry Langford show and Jerry brought his high school principal in. Yes. And he goes, uh, Rupert, we just want to say you were right and we were wrong. <laughs> yes. Uh, uh, that whole fantasy aspect of everybody finally realizing that John is the pinnacle. John is the the star of everything. And, you know, we're all just players. And, Anthony, we're not even, like, looking into this. He's saying it out loud. He's saying, yes, he's what do you actually saying? We're not speculating that <laughs> yeah. he might be fantasizing about this. He is on a show. Yes, he's literally saying, I hope that Carl uh, and Shuli are sad that I'm gone. And we're not. We uh, don't care. Yeah, and with the analogy of the, the runaway teen. 
the teen actually runs away for a while. <laughs> yeah, right. You got to make them worried for a second. The parents have to be worried for a minute. You can't come home at 7 p.m. and be like, did you miss me? Yeah. Like, oh, were you at your friends? Yeah. <laughs> There's actually a Rugrats episode. There's a Rugrats episode where Angelica runs away and the father goes to where she ran away. I guess it was like Tommy's house. Yeah. And he didn't know she was missing, but she just started crying and running in. And he's like, what? What are you doing here? I didn't know you were even gone. Like, that's literally what it is. That's John. Yeah. If it's the teenage <laughs> runaway situation they wouldn't have even called the cops yet like i'm sure you know she's out she'll be back it, he he thought people after a day two days even three days were going to be uh completely distraught that he wasn't doing a show you know he had to have been on the flight up from florida just like laughing to himself like, oh i really got those losers they're gonna be they're gonna be shitting their pants and he's like oh, stewardess i need to go change pants i hope the plane doesn't crash then i wouldn't get the opportunity to let him know that uh, they fucked up all right so there is this dabbler shit christmas that who put this together cardiff and tukey it was on their show right yeah i haven't seen it yet yeah but before we started the show today producer chris like have you seen this I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I wanted to promote it because apparently it's pretty good. Let's, uh, we'll start it here. And if you guys have any more information on this, you can uh, let me know. Welcome to Storytime with Stuttering John. <laughs> As you can tell, I'm very much in the holiday spirit. And so very ready to read one of my favorite holiday books. When the Dabbler Shit Christmas by Dr. Steve. <laughs> Every poo down in Pooville loved Christmas. But the dabbler who lived on top of Pooville did not. The dabbler hated Christmas. The whole Christmas season. Nobody likes him, and it's for good reason. It could be his looks. Such a horrible sight. It could be his smell and refusal to wipe. But I think the most likely reason of all, when he uses the bathroom, he shits on the wall. But whatever the reason, if he could, he would sue. Another lonely Christmas Eve, hating the poos, drinking down a can of course, and then drooling on the ground, thinking how to shit on all the people in town. All right. Well, so definitely go wow. check that out. Yeah. That is When the Dabbler Shit Christmas, narrated by Stuttering John on the Dabbler's <laughs> channel. And if you're just listening to this, there's uh, some great, it, it looks like it's probably AI art, mm -hmm. but there's some great Stuttering John as the Grinch art to go along with this. How much do you want to bet that he's going to try to somehow find a lawsuit with this? Uh, like, Daddy, why are you using my voice? That is not really my voice. That is for God. <laughs> and, like, he's just he's going to find something. Right, the publicity. Yeah. I'm going to team up with the Grinch, and we're going to sue your ass. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get a great Who lawyer. Right. Stuttering John. <laughs> the Who lawyer. Uh, the cat in the hat is going to be part of it. Yes. All right, guys. Um, I want to talk about the Stuttering John song. Not Stuttering John. The holiday WTP song parody contest. That could be anything. Mostly it's about, Mostly Stuttering, it's John. about Stuttering John. <laughs> Go figure. And uh, since we're just playing The Grinch, I thought I'd start off with a new submission that came in from John himself, sent this to us, and I appreciate him participating <laughs> in this competition. Did he really? Or is this a Carl, can I interrupt you for just one second? Course, I have got to uh, split. I've got a... Uh, other commitment but it's great being on the show thanks for having me on Hell yeah. and uh happy to come back anytime happy festivus everyone and uh yes. enjoy your your christmas parody songs here's Ooh. what i don't get is uh what's the is url canceled it's canceled <laughs> yeah 
Then never like mind. Like the week after I did your show last, we ended the show. Damn 350 it. episodes strong. Yeah. Well, so we still put out some stuff now and again, but uh, I've retired from the internet. I, I like my new life of like quiet peace and blowing glass. And uh, yeah, that's what's where your, I am. What's your boyfriend's name? <laughs> see what I did there? Kind of cute. Of course. Yeah, it's funny. <laughs> All right. Bye, All right. Tab. Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> see you guys. Have see a good you. one. Thanks for coming. Later. Out. All right. The great Tab Burt. Wish I could quit you. <laughs> <laughs> was the night before Christmas, and all through the flat, lots of creatures were stirring, even some rats. The cockroaches were body, they danced on the floor. They had plenty to drink with all of the cords. The dishes were stacked in the sink with no care, in hopes an adult soon would be there. And I, in my undies, unable to stand, started to pass out with my cock in my hand. <laughs> As I slowly blacked out, drunk and half dead, lawsuits and super chats danced in my head. When out on the street th- there arose such a clatter, I sprang through my bloody shitty bed to see what was the matter. Away to the windows, I stumbled with glee. Opened the blinds, what did I see? Dasher struggling to get to his feet. He tripped over some beer cans that I left by the street. He dusted himself off and ran to my door. I ran out of beer, so I hoped he brought more. He knocked and yelled, Door Dash. And I yelled back, What is it? Dirty rack, some cookies, fried chicken, and biscuits. What beer? I asked as he let out a groan. It's Coors John, your favorite. Now can I go home? <laughs> Is it paid for? I asked. And if so, who paid it? Yes, it's all covered. I'm going away now. He ran down the street, away from my shanty. I figured he must be going home to his family. Since my family hates me, and I'm all alone, I cracked open a beer and read this short poem. Attached to the bag was a small Christmas card. It read, Merry Christmas, you stuttering retard. <laughs> From the Davenport. <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, that, was, uh, that was not actually Stuttery John. That was our buddy Circus. That's Man, amazing. Really, who put that AI together. AI is great. Yeah, that's that was oh. uh, very funny. Lots it sounded effects. like John doing it. <laughs> sure did. It was yeah. much too clever. Uh, to be John, obviously. And there was no yeah. dribbling, drool, wet, slapping uh, yeah, yeah. sounds. Yeah, the AI can't even fathom how disgusting John is when he speaks <laughs> to add in all the fluid, liquid snot. We're not there snot. yet. Yeah, we're not there yet. We're not we're, there yet. We're close. <laughs> you know, I meant to bring this up earlier when I was on Uncle Rico yesterday. I brought this up. But, uh, you know, we we're talking about John's fake uh, degree from NYU. And then Love John that proved that he had it because he had the framed uh, diploma. Well, it turns out these are very easy to come by, and uh, I have my oh. own NYU <laughs> diploma. I also graduated in 1989. Ooh. Of course, uh, Dabbleology <laughs> is what I uh, got my degree in. You you showed him. <laughs> so, Dr. oh my God, that is hilarious, Doctor Steve. Oh, the way he, the smug look he had when he's holding it up, huh? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't graduate. No, you didn't. Was it in paper or was it framed? I don't remember. It was bubble wrap. When he showed it. <laughs> it was framed, yeah. <laughs> it was framed, okay. This one will be framed yeah, yeah. soon. That's going up on the wall. 
for you sure. Of course. So fucking funny. All right. Oh, he's great. This is coming in from Mr. Jiki, who has sent in another song parody or two. This is All I Want for Christmas is Coors. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I don't want a lot for Christmas. I am humble as can be. I don't care about Lady K or WATP. I am broke and have no job. So please join my Patreon. Watch out or I'll sue. All I want for Christmas is a cool. I actually need a lot for Christmas. Just how stupid can I be? Never graduated from New York University. I don't need to prove to you twice with official sealed transcripts. Amazon brought me a bogus counterfeit certificate. I spent the last decade drunk. Now why can I get it up? I need a blue chew. All I want for Christmas is Coos. Coos, baby. Oh, I need super chats this Christmas. I'm not making any dough. I already blew my pension. Thank God for the tonight show. I just shit the bed again then. I will blame my hemorrhoids. I am such a fucking loser. That's why I am unemployed. And now I'm crying on my stream. Thankful that I'm not on me. With my Dutch boy head though. I'm probably full stuff for Christmas. Friends are drinking right now with Britwix right now. Guess I'll go day drinks. I no longer serve. I used to live on cloud nine. Now I'm begging online. How the hell does Carl make so much more than me when I'm a world famous celebrity? Oh, I want everything. Christmas. I am passed out on the floor. I just want to see 10 cases of cool stack right outside my door. Why did my piano break? I'm starting to get the shakes. Better grab a brew. Forget it all. <laughs> All right, very good job. Wow. 
Mr. G. Holy moly, wow. that is a good one. Whole yeah. song. Damn. Even I like how he just didn't care toward the end. It's just blatant insults to John. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stupid. I'm an idiot. I'm buying <laughs> something with something. Brilliant. Loved uh, it. Wow. Background Oz. Oh, cool. <laughs> All right, one more new submission, and then we'll talk about the finalists. So uh, this is a short one. It comes in from the WATP 500-hour fugitive in our Discord, and this is called Jingle. <laughs> yeah, this is Jingle Bell Jen. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell, Jingle Bell Jen, a Rochester tune, a Gordon Zoo, mocks off a podcast with her husband Carl, and his toothy snarl. Jen and Jingles, curve like Pringles, just wish she had to rest. When her jingles drop, they at least stop. Carl from stopping epithets. Giddy up, Jingle Jen, run from Strut Joe. Threaten and revenge porn. Chompers keep showing off frosted tips. Time for him to be shorn. All right. wow. so the ryth- <laughs> rhythmic skills of wesley willis there <laughs> wow yeah yeah wesley willis <laughs> without the mixing game. ability yeah yeah so he wrote that he uh chickened out he wanted to write the verse giddy up jingle bell mocks Joe's kids his daughter now has a cock carl or have oh. carl drinks a frosted tip bleach that's the jingle bell rock okay so we got alternate verses he left that out, <laughs> left that out. Yeah, it was too, too yeah. offensive obviously. that would be uh offensive yeah <laughs> <laughs> all right i'm not going to play these whole songs but i just want to re- refresh everyone's memory on the tunes that we've listened to and then keep track of the ones you like the best we'll do a little vote uh at the end of this so here are our finalists starting with this one ben hilton coming in with one more thing <laughs> Can't stay. Just let me show you this real quick. I gotta go away. Take a look at this fucking prick. I'm trying my <laughs> best <laughs> to be polite. I know I could take him in a fight. <laughs> the show starts in All I'd have to do is I gotta go under the sun. In no time, he'd be down on the floor. Already been streaming for hours. This is the guy calling. Me a coward? I don't think I can take any more. Excuse me while I open a cord. I wish I could be attacking my All right, so that was a, a fantastic <laughs> one. Oh, I should mention all of these songs, all these submissions. I said we're putting together an album. I will have a YouTube video up tomorrow on Christmas Eve, right? That's tomorrow? Yeah. Those yeah. I'll have a YouTube video up with all of these songs, uh, probably in some type of ranked order, so that people can check these out. Maybe on my SoundCloud as well. But uh, Ben so Hilton had some good ones. We're p- putting a poll up somewhere. I, don't know, I thought we'd just vote. Okay. I just want to pick a winner today. All right. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> no problem. Yeah. Uh, so this <laughs> is another one from Ben Hilton. This is Stuff Joe's Coming to Town. Little Springsteen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> ah. It's all cold down in Rochester. Winds whipping down a comedy at the Carlson. All you hotels ready for a drunken, disgusting slob to stay at your establishment or what? Well, that's not many. That's not many. Stutchos in trouble out here. <laughs> well, you better use shout. You better use tight. You better use bleach. I'm telling you why. 
John will turn your bed sheets to brown. John will turn your bed sheets to brown. John will turn your bed sheets to brown. Oh, fucking brilliant. That's, that's oh. it. That's the winner. That does go, that does go on. God, I, I, I hope the next parody. one is what I think it is. Uh, there's one I love. Yeah, there's a couple, there's a couple, love of, a couple more really good ones coming up. Uh, this one I had to put God, in the mix because when great. we first heard it, we were blown away. This is from Adam Thoreau. Clink cause a done, clink cause a done. <laughs> wow. Started a little pitchy for me. I was like, ah. Oh. When you first started the song off, it was a little weird and there was a lot of pitchy spots all over. All right. I mean, he did what he could with that. I thought Rest he did a good it, job. Yeah. They're all real uh, stuttering John Uz in there. All right. This next one comes in from Tony Muskrat, who won the most uh, recent contest that we had on here. This is uh, Drunken Fool. We all know that Opie has putrid skunk fart And Zumok fucks black men a real mud shark But both of those losers are getting old So pull up some cat shit and breathe in some mold John Melendez, the drunken fool, grabs his sheets to wipe his stool. Sexually aggressive when he's drunk, wiping off his hemorrhoid blood. A stunt boy from Howard Stern, a bloated drunk that'll never learn. And now he's doxing people too, cause he's a piece of food. Sometimes he's angry, sometimes he's horny, most days he's incoherent. And if you're a woman in Canoga Park, there might be a disappearance. John Melendez, the fuck. He doesn't sleep on any sheets After admitting his hemorrhoid bleeds He's not a human being My name's Toogie, your Christmas pal John's apartment scared off Hal Bades himself in a shit canal Eating cans of puppy chow Here's a game I like to play John's mom on Christmas Day. I'm just kidding. That's not fun. She's embarrassed of her son. Sometimes he's spinning. Sometimes he's farting. He's always fucking disgusting. And when he's sitting home alone, he doesn't call his kids because they have no relationship because they're embarrassed by him because he's a lull cow on the internet and he doesn't pay his mortgage or his child support and he's gay. John Melendez, the fucking prick. His river's brown and full of it. Before he melts away, Lady K is gonna pay. Well done, Tony Uh, Muskrat teaming up with Tuki in a surprise. All right, that's the winner. (laughs) That's my favorite. That's so good. (laughs) That's a good one. That one's really good. All right, hard to beat that Bruce Springsteen. I know. God damn. There's a couple more on here that are really good as well. This one comes in from Mr. Magenta. Oh, I bet it's the winner. Also a past winner on this show. This is a gross stuttering slime. 
I'm a gross, stuttering slime full of beer. <laughs> oh, my liver is swelling while everyone's yelling, cirrhosis is near. <laughs> I'm a drunk, bumbling swine with no beer. I'm the wine, whiniest bitch boy of all. <laughs> Yeah, I'm constantly harassed Cause all of these podcasts are busting my balls <laughs> I'm the most retarded loser of all There'll be course cans for toasting Revenge porn for posting While saying that it's all a joke There'll be the same old stories From days of my glory Those unfunny bits long ago Remember when I said Baba Booey had big teeth? That's no funny, right? Oh shit, the key change I'm a gross, stuttering slime Made of beer That's fucking great Oh, oh, that is really good. That's the way. Chris, you're not helping. The uh, they've been listening for years yeah. to know every little thing. It's great about John and incorporated into these songs. It's brilliant. I was thinking about that. Like what I want for Christmas. Like you know how you can get a uh, like a toy set of like Breaking Bad. You know, it's got. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Walter White, whatever. <laughs> yeah. I want the stuttering John, like wherever the fuck he's living oh. now, you know? Because yeah. there's so many things that are now part of it, like the fucking cat box, the Coors, <laughs> yeah. crappy microphone. Well, I, I bought the Pee Wee's yeah. Playhouse guys. So I have, right. like, I have Conky 2000 and yeah. uh, Magic yeah. Screen. I want stuttering John's apartment. That's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> John thing would be great. Just little Coors cans all over yeah. the place. Coors you cans and ro- cockroaches. Inflatable mattress. Inflatable mattress. <laughs> Blood. <laughs> Mom sold separately. Yes. You yeah. have to find the cats because the cats are always hiding. Right. One of them's dead. This could be a great board game. Oh, flat. Oh, yeah, I hi, Southern John Accessories. I'm looking for the girlfriend. Uh, it's not available on your <laughs> yeah, website. Not, it's in the Niagara Falls region. <laughs> yeah, the Canadian girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's not sleep on this one, guys, because I remember when we first played this, we were all pretty blown away. Mm-hmm. Liam McEnany coming in with Must Be Stut Show. <laughs> you know, I was thinking... Howard bought himself a house in Florida. He's considered the GOAT. My mom bought me a house in Florida. I guess I'm also the GOAT. Makes sense. Who calls call a lady Kate? John calls call a lady Kate. Who drinks 40 beers a day? John drinks 40 beers a day. Lady Kate, beers a day. Must be stud Joe. Must be stud Joe. Must be stud Joe. Stud range on. Who takes a shit while going live? John takes shit while going live. Who has news of Carla's wife? John has news of Carla's wife. Shit while live. Carla's wife. Lady Kate. Bears a day. Must be Stacho. Must be Stacho. Must be Stacho. Star train drawn. Being a college grant, John Fake being a college grant. Who's the best at being dead? Aaron's Aaron's best at I'm suing you, Aaron Dad. Cheryl Life, Carlos White, Lady Kate, Beers a Day. Must be Stud Joe, must be Stud Joe, must be Stud Joe, Stud Ring John. You know, Carla. That, that is a fantastic one. Oh, yeah. Uh, another key change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Definitely an honorable mention then. 
One more finalist. This again from Ben Hilton, who killed it on this one. This is the Dabble Verse Christmas song. Chad Zumach swearing he's not a liar And folks dressed up like potatoes Everybody knows that Tukey and T.W.O. So those are our finalists. And um, I, how do we want to do this? I'm so bad at picking winners. I never have a, a good way down. You know what? Missy B has a lot of opinions. I'm going to start with Missy B. I, I like the the Mr. Hanky parody one. I don't remember exactly what the title of it was. Yes. That one was Drunken Fool from Tony Muskrat teaming up with. Yeah. Uh, do you want to do Tukey. like top three and then add yeah, up Yeah. Why don't you? Okay. Thank you. I knew there's a reason I invited you <laughs> over here today. Um <laughs> Producer Chris, my top three? No, no, no. Let's do top two. Okay, and then mm. we'll we'll score them two points and one points. Yeah. Two for one, one for two. What? Make this real confusing. <laughs> and then we'll, <laughs> a, a triangle two and a three. One for two. All right, what the fuck? one for one. Do lowest. All right, so, all right Missy, like, what are your top? So Missy's got two points for Drunken Fool, and then your one point pick is uh, is the Spruce Springsteen. Yeah. One. Okay. Okay. Stutcho's coming to town. Yeah. I got to cancel that out by doing the exact opposite. All right. I, I think uh, just by a little twat hair uh, <laughs> that the Bruce thing, the voice is there. Yep. The cadence of, of Bruce is there. Uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. It's also a funny angle. The the such as coming to town oh. all about being like the hotels have to watch out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking funny. You know, it's good about that parody, too. And this is something I love about good parodies. Uh, you hear the title, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, and you don't instantly know where it's going. Right. Like, you try to figure it out, but then when it comes around, turn of the sheets brown, it's fucking hilarious because yes. it, it kind of hits you quick. You didn't figure it out until the line comes in. All I want for Christmas is Coors. I was like, I think I know where he's going with this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, right. right. But that, that had the uh, surprise in it, the Bruce thing. So I got to go with that one. Totally agree. All right, producer Chris, what do you got? What are your top two? I got those two, and I got it in Anthony's order. Okay. So right now in the I lead. I just want to add that's also not a bad Bruce impression. It's not. It, no, it I comes know. across very nice. No, it's, it's great. Uh, Jerry, what say you? It's the exact same thing, drunken fool, and then mm. Stutcho's coming to town. Oh, wow. okay, so you got the Missy version. There we go. Uh, no, 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 no. Uh, You're given two points to... Drunken Fool. Drunken Fool. Okay, yeah, so that's the Missy one. Yeah. Way to go. Okay. Carl. So... What say you, what's the Lady score, K? What's the score right now? I get to be the... <laughs> it's, not, it's not a tie, right? It is exactly a tie. Oh, wow. No, damn it! It's up to you. Because oh, dishing I out also, fame and glory. I also love these two 
songs. All right, they're both number one. Yeah. So I'm gonna both are gonna win the prize. <laughs> okay. But ah, uh, look at but, you. But the one that wins, I have to go with Mr. Magenta teaming up with Tuki. Wow. Yeah, I'm no, sorry, guys. Uh, both of them. It was it's uh, such a cute surprise. You're like, yay, Tuki! Yeah, it's a South Park song, so I already love it. So, and I'm not a big Bruce fan, yeah. so maybe that's part of it. But. Uh, Oh, I hate Bruce, but that's dude, that's yeah. why it was so good. The voice, the, the way Bruce talks, the way he talks at the beginning of it. This guy had it all. Dude, oh. don't you do that Bobo impression of uh, Bruce Springsteen? I think you do that pretty well, right? Me? Yeah. Don't you don't you do Bobo doing Bruce? I'm pretty sure. I don't think I did that. Oh, okay. No, I <laughs> Mo- <laughs> moving on. Oh. Um, guys, so does that mean that uh, Mr. Magenta does get the n- most points on that? For drunken mm-hmm. fool? No. Uh, gross stuttering slime. Gross stuttering slime. Oh, okay. Wait, what did I say? Did I say drunken fool? Oh, said yeah, drunk. cool. I was reading That's the wrong one. Tuki. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. So the most votes would go to Stucho's coming to town. Oh, it is. Stucho's coming to town. Yeah, because that was your second. Ah. Yes, pick. it was. Right. So that made it to every one of our. Right. Yeah. So Okay. okay. That's what I would judge it by. All right. Very good. We have wow. a winner, and Ben Hilton, by the way, deserves it because he submitted a lot great of songs, stuff. and they're all really good. So that works yeah, out very great well. Great stuff. Yeah. Also, if I never hear Bruce Springsteen again, it'll be too soon. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that. I'm with you on that. All right. Can't and... stand him as a musician and as a person. He just I know. seems like a real <laughs> fuck you lump of shit. When he did that podcast with Barack Obama. Oh, this is going to be this amazing show. Oh, good. Bruce is talking politics and Barack is talking music. We. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that great? (laughs) Oh, God. Let's go back to feminist uh, frequency. (laughs) I'd rather listen to that. (laughs) Terrible. Well, Anthony, this has been a happy surprise today. It's great to talk to you. Great to see you again. Love being back. Glad you're doing well. Always a pleasure. Thank you, uh, Carl, and of course, Chris and Jerry. Thank you, Missy. B, I'll see you at some point. What's happening with Compound Media and the the Anthony Kumar show? Oh, yes, yes. Well, uh, programs are on. I'm putting a studio together down here. I'm in South Carolina right now. And as you see, I don't have a mic yet and a few other things that I have to uh, set up and uh, get cameras and whatnot but uh, once that's done i will be up and broadcasting uh, the anthony Cumia show from down here on compound media so uh, i'm also going to be up in new york uh, at the beginning of january so i'll do a show or two from uh, the studio up there uh yeah we're still rolling and uh, of course thank everybody for the support through these most trying times yes compoundmedia.com is where you want to go to mm-hmm. sign up and i was hanging out with a lot of the compound crew uh was it last weekend this December's been a Oh, the uh, Content House? But yeah, Content House. Of course, uh, the great Chrissy Mayer from the Wet Spot. In Hot Waters, Gino Bisconti. Drew was there. Oh, I was watching. The Booth Boy. I was watching you guys do the show. And that gay Jesus guy <laughs> <Yeah>. was so <laughs> annoying. Yes. So annoying. I could... You, how they do a show... What's her name? Who's the... Uh, so it's Amanda Bynes. Celebrity there? Amanda yeah, Bynes. Yeah, celebrity. Amanda Bynes. Paul Simoniski. Oh. <sighs> What a disaster so, that looks like. Anthony, when they put out that episode and we watched it and it was like, this is the worst thing I've ever seen. And then she canceled yeah. her podcast immediately. But then it's back out again. So as all of a sudden, she's supposed to drop one yesterday. I'm like, we'll do that for today's show. It hasn't come out yet. So Amanda's is she pulling really, a John? I, I, I mean, a stuttering John. She's leaving the devil. Retiring and then coming right back. 
All right. We'll see what happens. She's a certified uh, mental patient. She's playing hard to get with me. She's making me want her more. (laughs) I can't have it. Come on. Give me more Amanda Bynes. Uh, Anyway, thank you. you learned a thing or two from that. Yeah, right. No, no shit. Yeah, leave us wanting more, John. It's too much with you. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you so much, Anthony, for coming on. Great to see you, buddy. Merry Christmas to you. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. See you next time. See you next time. Merry Christmas. All right. What a fun surprise that was. And uh, perfect timing for Stuttery Chad getting fucked with and his big (laughs) victory lap return to podcasting. Oh, this is the other thing that happened. I don't have a Topoka Dabbler today because I was on Uncle Rico two days ago. Today's Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Two days ago, I was on Uncle Rico and Cardiff came on too. And we're watching John from his Wednesday show. And John's explaining how lighting works. <laughs> um, I went to NYU, so I know a thing about lighting and how this works. People are talking about how he looks gray and gross mm-hmm. in Florida. He's like, well, here's the thing with lighting. So this was this clip was going to be to poke a dab where Cardiff already produced it. And then they started playing it on this show. And Cardiff's like, oh, shit, this is the thing I was going to do. So we ended up playing it impromptu on Uncle Rico. And the payoff was amazing. I wish it would have been a game. They stole our thunder because... John goes, you know, right now I'm getting light from, uh, from, uh, and then we had to guess what is getting light. From. <laughs> so is it the sun? Is it the window? My is neighbor. It... <laughs> <laughs> it turned out, I thought this was the joke answer. He said clouds. <laughs> I swear to God, John goes, oh, I'm getting light from, you know, clouds. I was, I, my thought, my first thought was, you know, those flat earthers have these crazy theories about shit. Average substitute teacher. <laughs> well, right. There's that. Yeah. He's a science teacher. Let's not forget. But I, I was wondering if, like, if that's like one of those flat earth theories. Cause, you know, the sun's only 5,000 miles away or whatever in their world. So it can't be that hot. So maybe light actually comes from clouds. And I don't know. You have to wrap your mind around that a few times to figure that out. But yeah, when there's zero clouds, it's completely dark out. Oh, <laughs> uh, anyway. So we missed that because of that, but uh, either way, very funny. And uh, John never ceases to amaze, even me, a guy who is a veteran listening to Stuttering John's drunken rants, and still I'm surprised when he's that stupid. All right, let's hit some voicemails and get out of here. You got a minute, Jerry? You want to hear, hear some voicemails? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. Starting with Ronnie in Syracuse. Hey, Carl, Ronnie in Syracuse. I wanted to call about the last two episodes from the compound, the content house. I don't know that okay. Um, that first one got a lot of hate on Facebook. I saw the post. I thought it was good. I liked having Drew on there. Mm-hmm. And Gino is Gino. And Keanu had a terrible restroom. Probably shouldn't have been there. But I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I liked having Drew. And the only thing I will say is, you know, you, you were not happy with, with Gino at the end using that F word for a game. Do they have Verizon or AT&T in Syracuse? I'm guessing they don't. Well, hopefully he's on the road driving out of Syracuse. That's what <laughs> right. it sounds like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. I'm, I'm pushing through here. I'm catching some of this. And Isn't that how you make calls, Carl? You keep the phone on your lap? Yeah. Well, yet you guys always play the drop with Tony Soprano using that same word. He's a man, so, you know, something's not right there. But anyway. He's a fan. <laughs> yeah, that's the one. See, the thing about when Tony Soprano says it, he's not very open-minded of a guy. We're not supposed to think like, yeah, Tony, <laughs> go get that uh, guy who's actually closeted gay. Like, that's not the point. Yeah, it's a character. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. The audio quality was so bad. <laughs> I wouldn't go I've there. I've never heard anything oh, so bad oh, in my it? life. 
You got to do better, man. If you would have had Chris running episode from home, it would have been better than that crap. I got to say, that thing was horrendous. The audio quality stunk, and it was just that point double point. It was just a fiasco. Yeah. Anyway. Thanks, Carl. Talk to you later. <laughs> yeah, uh, Point Dabble Point was a problem because uh, everyone was screaming downstairs from us. From me, anyway, <laughs> from when I was doing the show. Uh, what is what is Tony Muskrat saying? I won last time, so no big deal, but I think Chris got his math wrong. I think Drunken Fool did win, but either way, congrats, Ben Hilton. I know. I, I Honestly, Tony, I think you guys are both the winners of this, so you'll both get uh, prize packages, and I do still owe you for the last one, Manny Musket says reviews. Uh, well, you know what? We don't have a review girl today. Hannah is going to come back, she says. But then every time I say, all right, well, then come back. And then she's, ah, I'm busy. So uh, no reviews today. Why, man? Did you put something ridiculous on our reviews? Is that what's going on? Also, Manny sent me a note that he's got episode two of the man pad out. I didn't get a chance to uh, get around to that yet. But I will. I'm looking forward to it. I'm look. I I see that the chemistry is getting better between you two, and I'm looking forward to seeing where this goes on that show. Keep it going, buddy. Oh, keep up you, the keep up the shop talk. Also, Manny, there's a lot of questions about your accent, and I want to know if you are from Autismia or whatever people were saying. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. So, let me know. Hey, people are saying when you went on the Drew and Mike podcast right before Christmas, the last one of the year, that when you told Drew that you have to prep yourself for the podcast, people were saying, not me, that you like to use an enema and douche up your asshole and clean it out because you never know what kind of action could happen. You know, it's a content house. You don't know. You might get fucking murdered. You know, like, well, like what's the name? Will Smith. But anyways, I know you're probably a top, but, hey, you might have some fun being a bottom, I hear. Anyways, take care, you fuckface. All right, so you heard the word prep and then thought AIDS medication. Grow up, sir. Come Can you on. say enema because anything could happen, like getting murdered? Well, you don't want shit in your ass when you're murdered? No, no, no. God forbid. The reference, it's from the Drew and Mike show. The reference is the guy who came out and said that he caught Will Smith getting fucked in the ass mm-hmm. said, and this dude is murdering his ass yeah. the way he was describing yeah, him getting fucked. Okay, you did see Murdering that. him. Yeah. Which was funny. So... Uh, Carl, I agree when on the Amanda Bynes show, when Paul says, uh, you know, I went to Montreal and she's from Vancouver, like they're fucking close together. That's fucking annoying. But I think the most annoying part about that is that he says, the only time I've ever been abroad. Now, I know technically speaking, going to another country can be called going to be called going abroad. But primarily, going abroad means you've traveled over a fucking ocean. You didn't travel over a fucking ocean to go to Montreal. And when you live in the Detroit area and you hear somebody say that they went abroad and then they reveal to you that they went to fucking Canada, it's a bit disappointing because here in Detroit, it's going across a fucking river. It's next fucking door. It's not abroad. It's a problem that affects God, millions of people. Love yourself. See you. It's a good point because he did say, the only time that I've been abroad, fun fact about me, the only time I've been abroad was Montreal. And I looked it up. 
And it says, if you go abroad, you do go to a foreign country, usually one which is separated from the country where you live by an ocean or a sea. So I think he's right about that. I don't think anybody says, oh, I'm going to be abroad this weekend. Where are you going? Toronto. I don't think so. Right. You guys are looking at me Semantics. Like, but if you talk like that, you're a douchebag. Agreed. Yes. All right. Trucker Andy calling into the show. Hey, hey Carl. This is Trucker Andy. And this is how I talk. I don't like Trump. Stuttering John's a fucking idiot. And this is how I talk, Carl. <laughs> Fuck you. My name is Trucker Andy. All right, Andy. Thanks for calling in, buddy. See you again on Wednesday. I got to figure out what we're doing, what our category is going to be on Wednesday. Hmm. <sighs> More homework. Yeah, but it's one way to win if you announce it an hour before the show. That's a good idea. That's a good <laughs> Speaking point. of prep. <laughs> no, I just find this is the way you do it. This is what Vinny does to me on the creep off. Find a terrible podcast in whatever category it's in. Uh, yeah, good luck, guys. Here you go. Vinny does that shit to me all the time. Hey, this week you want to do worst person from New Jersey? Sure. Okay, my guy's the little guy. <laughs> anxious Andy calling in. What's up, Carl? It's Anxious Andy once again. Uh, I was just calling to ask you, what the fuck happened to Cripple Jesus, dude? I kind of want the guy back. Uh, if you can quit being a fucking prick and finally answer the goddamn question, that'd be great. Thank you, girl. Fuck you. Please don't call me Cripple back. Cripple Jesus is doing great. Uh, he's no longer living his on life, online persona life, but he's doing fantastic. And I hope we cross paths again sometime. He doesn't roll over my toes. Speaking of uh, retiring from this universe, it was yeah. nice to have Tab back. Yeah. You know, he says he's been enjoying a serene lifestyle away from all this. So <laughs> right. to come back for WATP is flattering and he's great. So. I agree with you on that. Also, is it that much better to leave this world? Come on. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> I always think I want a nice, peaceful night at home, and then I see that Stuttering John dropped a show, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> well, i got to do it. I'm obligated. <laughs> it's great. Hey, Carl. Gary in San Diego. Well, just an FYI, we had moved to Rancho Bernardo mm -hmm. about two years ago. Sure. And... Uh, we moved our, uh, had a 1928 baby Steinway Grand piano. And uh, it cost us to do that about $2,200 to move the piano. Yeah. So, uh, and that's an expensive piano, not a piece of junk. But we had it moved by. Schaefer Piano Movers Company, $2,200. Anyway, that's the story. Out. Rock and roll. All right. So in a very Gary way, he brings up a good point. There are companies that move pianos, not just normal movers. Maybe Andy brought that up on the show yeah. when we were talking about it. Like John's like, all pissed off, like, they didn't treat my piano right. So well, that's not the people to move a piano. Dummy. They move U-Haul boxes. What do you right, expect? Right, yeah. They pick things up and put them down. I love Gary's voicemails. I don't know if he's just thinking it up off the fly or he actually wrote it down. He's just struggling to read it. Yeah, there's something to that. I don't think he writes it down because would you write down the same sentence three or four times <laughs> in a single paragraph? He might. He might. <laughs> Maybe. It's possible. Someone in – someone did some fact-checking – Forth, alleged mm -hmm. k gene in uh youtube the piano was left by the couple that he bought the house from he didn't even buy it 
Oh my god! So when he was talking about this piano's been in every house he's ever owned, that'd be like me bringing this pool table with me across the country. Exactly. <laughs> That's so stupid. And if it didn't have that fucking blue felt, you might do that. So stupid. So he got a free piano with the house, and he's just like, "Well, I can't give up a free piano. It's got fingerprints on it. Must be worth a lot of money." I was wondering why would he buy a piano? Like, is that's it not a, him. Is it even a grand piano? Like, not he anymore. He <laughs> less than a grand. He uh, he would have mentioned it if it was. So of it's course. just like some shitty piano. Yeah. <laughs> he's such an idiot with a, a couple's handprints on it. Oh God. Maybe they were murdered in the right. house. They're they're bloody, and blood. They're bloody <laughs> it's a haunted piano. It's haunted. It's haunting his career. It only plays music badly. Oh, yeah. I love it. When you're doing so it, does John. John. <laughs> All right. Two of cause, two cause to drink as one. Two of cause, I drink you, I drink you. Right. I don't know if that works quite as well, but I appreciate the effort. Hey, Carl. It's, it's Brandon from Pittsburgh. Look, I know we all like to troll John. It's funny. We'll, have, we'll all have a laugh at John. He's a drunken retard. Sure. But yeah. like, on a serious note, oh, there's more. can we get like, a couple of people just to, like on Christmas night, maybe like, I don't know, 2, 3 in the morning, call John's mom. Just make sure she's not getting trolled. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, a really, it's really hard to listen to John talk about, Check you know, people calling her. his mother and stuff. We could just get a couple of people to make sure she's not getting messed with in the in the middle of the night. That would be great. Yeah, every five minutes, right, check on back. her. Listen, <laughs> Melinda, is someone trolling you right now? Let me know. Okay, but let me know if they are. Uh, you know what? Never mind. I'll call you back and find out. <laughs> and is your fridge running? <laughs> Better catch it. This episode of WATP is brought to you by Carl's Frosted Tips. Frosted Tips. They're gay. Show them the logo. Pretty close. (laughs) Was that your voice, Phil? That was not my voice. (laughs) Say the line, Bart. They're gray. Cut. All right, I nailed it. One take, Carl. All right, uh, Lucy Tightbox's boyfriend calling into the show. Hey, Carl. The cow photographer. Uh, I've been hearing band practice guy trying to move in on my woman, and uh, I think there's only one way that we can solve this. Yep. W-A-T-P, Bachelor Style. What do you guys say? Your whole reality show, your media empire will continue to expand. Coming back. It's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's pretty funny. Who else wants out of this, Jerry? I'll go. All right. We got three contestants already. The answers are... Daffy. Oh, this is funny. So this is something different for Gary. He's doing his Karnak the Magnificent okay. impression here. Okay. The answers are Daffy, Jerry Falwell Jr., John Edward Melendez. Okay. I'm going to open the envelope, and it's name a duck, name a cuck, and name a schmuck. <laughs> Rock and Rolla. Right, Rock and Rolla. A great uh, voicemail, Gary. Thank you. One more on here. I love your frosted tips. I love everybody except Andy because he made me listen to Trisha Pettis. Yeah. But I really do love That's all you guys over there and them shows, the ones like that. The one with Blind Mike, the one with that 
fat guy, Christian fat, uh, Zane, yeah, it's, it's fucking really cool, man, all that shit you're doing, man, I love it, Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas to you guys, or well, Happy Holidays, Merry Holidays, yeah. whatever, whatever is like correct to say nowadays, Merry Christmas is fine, sir, thank you, you make my life so bright. Yeah. That's my whole goal. <laughs> so I'm glad to hear that. A fan of WATB calling into the show. We do appreciate that. Yeah. So Andy's pick, very controversial mental health uh, podcast that we did. Oh, with uh, Trisha. Payne. Yeah. So he's in the lead. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't a podcast. Yeah. He got some heat in the. Yeah. I think it was um... good. Yeah, all, all those places. He's Good. Like, Does Andy know what a podcast is? Yeah. Do you want me to just fuck? do the news? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do you have the script right there? <laughs> yeah. What the fuck with that? It's, uh, I, I don't know. We might have to talk about that on Wednesday and figure out if he deserves the W or not. Uh, from Patreon, Brian Vervaro asks, Does Andy know what a podcast is? Also, the Long Island slander is worse than all the other offensive stuff you guys have said over the years. Oh. I thought that was funny that <laughs> I didn't realize. that got to him. Uh-oh, retard alert. Retard alert, class. All right, very good. Jerry, thanks for coming by. Anything you want to plug, promote? Uh, no, I'm all set. Okay, very good. Yeah, thanks, Jerry. <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> okay, folks. Guess what? This the episode's the- over. <laughs> I gotta go. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was a great episode. That was really great. You stupid fucking blabbermouth cunt. Okay, folks. Guess. I already played that. Uh, Manny, again, no reviews this week. Manny, what? What? (laughs) (laughs) What are you looking for? What do you want from me? If you, if you gave us a review, we'll get caught up. I promise you. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) Can you do that? The rolling the R's? Yeah. Get a potato filter. Yeah. All right. Yes. We're in business, baby.